Is that where you guys are from? This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. DJs in M City. This is DJ. He gets it out. Listen to this jockey's introduction to two DJs in a mic with your host DJ Mike. Is that a timetable? And DJ JP. Well, get on it. It's your time. Give me the mic. That's exactly that's the that's my whole marketing. Is he around walking? <laughs> See, we're yeah. just looking for a guy's walking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, look at that guy. He's walking. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, y'all, this is the great Bill Herman. I heard him about five, six years ago. He can't believe I can still remember his speech. And the greatest thing, not just his speech, but me and my wife, it was our first time going to Mobile Beach. We were walking through the showroom floor. Yeah. And Bill with his nice shoes that he told me his wife had bought for him, the blue and brown ones. Yeah. I have a great memory. Oh, but yeah, uh, he said, uh, you know, he talked about him in his speech. He walked through. He came and walked me and my wife through the showroom floor for about an hour and just poured into me. So, like I say, every time I come to a conference, I meet somebody great. Bill didn't have to do that. He's somebody. I was a little, you know, a little DJ with no name, just walking, just making my first appearance. And he actually walked around with me and my wife for over an hour talked to us, shared with us, talked about stuff and poured into me. And I, I'll never forget that. You didn't, you didn't know that. But that was one of, yeah. you know, that was very interesting. And I've heard this story yeah, several and I, times. And I've, and I've told him about it. So And that wow. was one of, that was his punchline to get me to come to 
to, to accomplish. I was I was your punchline. No, no, I got it. No, I, no. Yeah. No, Keith, was, punch Keith punch was the punchline. <laughs> no, no Keith, I just oh, Keith, it wasn't a punchline. It was, was a, a bully telling you that uh, yeah, Keith was a bully to Uh But no, it was just saying these are the kind of people that you're going to. Meet. Oh no, no. And no. I wanted to, you know, tell him. And it was it was a great. I'm just saying, really, you know, all bulls side. It was a great point. Yeah. Because. In this industry, there is a part of it where people are so standoffish. Oh God, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and it's worse. It's it was way worse when I first started going to conferences. Uh, the first one I went to was 1999. It was Vegas, mm-hmm. and there, you people in your own market wouldn't talk to you. They'd see you on the street. They walk to the other side of the street. They wouldn't have yeah. lunch with you. They wouldn't yeah. talk to you. It was, <laughs> it was really. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we got a photo out. <laughs> So, because they figure they're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna hear things. They think, uh, well, you'll you'll hear about the song that I used last night mm-hmm. that really killed the room. This super mix that I do, you hear that, man? You're gonna steal it, and then I'm out of business. What? Do yeah. people what? not realize? You know what speakers you, I use, man? I can't. No, I gotta get gonna, different speakers. You're gonna, and do. that's real. Whatever you have, you still can't do what I can. You nobody can do. Well, no one, no, no one can be Mike. Yourself. Nobody yeah. can be Jay. Just yeah. can't be. Yeah. No matter what you, you try. Yeah. Okay. You and I look. I can give you my entire set list. You can come and watch the show. You videotape it. You go home and do your best impersonation. Yeah, you exactly, exactly what I do. Exactly what I say. Exactly what I play. And, you and it's still just you trying to do somebody else. And they wouldn't even say that's a Bill. That he's trying to be like Bill. They'd just be like he's trying to be someone other than him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And that's what it. That's what ends up being. So when you go to a show and the only thing you're trying to do is pick up what a lot of guys call nuggets, yes. which is really, I just want to see a thing that I can copy. Ah. It's like, okay, I get it. I was that guy. You know, half the bits that I, I had, half the jokes that I told, like comedians or other DJs or the first time I heard a great mix in the club I first worked at, I copied it. But I, I, I also knew that I wasn't taking that guy off the shelf because I was doing his mix better than him. Because the mix is the mix. I mean, it's just Elton John is always Elton John. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Z is still Jay Z. Uh, which song we put together, it's just music and yeah. it's still counting. You know, mixing the song is one, two, three, four. So you can do some cool things. But really, after all the cool things you do, the most, the person who's most impressed with it anyway is the, the DJ next to you. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the person on the dance floor is just excited you went to a song they like. Yeah. How you got there, they're not paying that close attention. No. They just aren't. They just suck we it. think it's cool. Yeah, we, we know it's cool. Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, but but we ain't paying each other for nothing, <laughs> right? No. It's the customers that are coming to the clubs, the customers that are, were getting hired to do parties, and they are looking for this feeling, yeah. not that you got them there because you mixed really well. I'm not saying mixing is bad and because I like it and I'm good at it. And when I was mixing... Uh, I learned the first time I learned to beat mix. I was in Connecticut mm-hmm. at a place called uh, El Toritos. El Toritos. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it was a Mexican joint with a big sunken dance floor with the brass rails around it, you know, uh-huh. and a, a dance you got a great memory DJ too. up around in you know, a thing. And well, I need a game. Yeah, what was the two songs that you first used? Well, I'm not Yeah, jeez, uh, what was the first two songs I mixed? First song I played in that club was all time rock and roll which i guess i'll have to tell that whole story but but uh the first time i played a song in that club that worked was eu 
the butt. Ooh, okay. The butt. Right. <laughs> sexy, sexy. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, here's 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 the story. I got. I need a gig. I I just broke up with a movie Connecticut for for a girl. That was a bad idea. Okay. One yeah, day she said, "Why are you here? I don't. Why are you here?" So I like that's how we broke up. <laughs> yeah. wow. So I needed a job, and I also needed a place to stay. Yeah, so late. I heard there was a DJ uh, a booth in there. I had a little skill. So I went in. They hired me on the spot. Brought me said, come in Friday. Come in Friday. I get there, and the place is packed. Now, what I didn't know about the place, it's an African-American club. Oh, okay. Which is fine. I don't care. Yeah. But there's, I, I walk in, and I stand the fuck out. It's old song. <laughs> yeah, excuse oh, me. No, no, I no, apologize. No, no you okay. I'm really sorry. No, you good. I stand, <laughs> I stand out. You but that's not a big deal. Like, uh-huh. it's a DJ booth, DJ booth, records and records. I know what I'm doing. Make my way to I get to the booth. I start flipping through the stuff they have, Did and I had bring things. Moving? Oh well, the, yeah, no, but, they, but I, I got a, I got a lot. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. When I got to the booth, I saw a lot of. Yeah, yeah. So I'm up there just kind of trying to figure <laughs> out what I got and what I'm gonna. They got four decks, uh, four turntables rather, mm-hmm. and they got uh, all these albums and, and, and twelve inches. And uh, before I start anything, the owners come out, and they a couple of white guys. Take me to the back. We got to talk to you about something. Take me in the back. I said, okay, the reason we hired you is because we're changing the format of the bar. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know what so that what is. do you mean? He says, we're going to play nothing but oldies rock and roll. You know oldies rock and roll, right? Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, and, and you've well, promo- they put you in a bad situation. Said, you promoted this, right? Uh, no. No, we're just going to, you're going to start tonight and they're going to learn. They're going to learn? Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm 20, I'm 24. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. So, so I'm like, okay, uh, uh, okay. Um, I could, I could even start with old time rock and roll if I have to. But uh, if, if I'm going to do it, you two are going to follow me to the booth. You're going to stand with me in the booth for at least the first hour. Okay, because you're going to explain it. I don't have to. I shouldn't have to explain this. You're going to explain it. And this place it's is, terrible. it's like six deep at the bar. Yeah. There's people standing in that second dance floor because there's no other place to stand. That's how jam-ass packed this place is. I mean, it's jammed, just waiting for the DJ to light it up, the way they do it all the time. So I'm up there, and I, I, I take a breath. I got the guy standing behind me trying to do this, right? Yeah. Like, I know what I'm doing. I get in the mic. I said, uh, good evening. Welcome to El Toritos. I'm the new DJ. I'm Bill. And apparently, according to our guys right here, we're changing the format. So boys and girls, welcome to Rock and Roll Night. And I went, hit the thing, and I went, bum, 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 bum. Before it got to the next piano lick, Three shot glasses hit the wall behind us. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and these guys went, uh, just play, play, play whatever, man. <laughs> and they leave. Oh, and this God. next song was the butt. The butt. And I'm and I and I rocked the joint. And the three DJs that regularly were there were that there that night. I think they knew what was gonna happen. And they came up to me afterwards and they said, Saw some nuts on you, kid. Uh, yeah. oh, uh, do you know what you're doing? I said, I think I do, but I don't know if I do now. <laughs> So wow. they took me under their wings oh, well, that's, see, that's and it. they taught me how to really mix. They told me, they taught me how to scratch and pop. They, uh, one of the guys, according to him, was trained and DJed under Grandmaster Flash. Oh. So I learned some stuff yeah, and I was did. doing mashups and mixes and scratches with four different turntables at a time when I was done. And it was the greatest education I ever had in mixing. And it was a great experience working in that place. Wow. But that first day, 
Yeah. I'm lucky that shock light didn't hit me. It literally shattered into a million pieces on the on wow, the cement. Wow. You could have you could have had a concussion. <laughs> I could have had a wow. shard of glass in the back of my neck. put you in a bad situation, man. You Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's just situation. just you know, it's that it's the it's the racism of it all. Yeah. It's the and they I mean, you got a change. you got a club full of money. Yeah, yeah. and they were trying what to What are you change. doing? Yeah. I didn't, and I'd never heard of any violence or any problems at this place ever. That's the reason I went is because it was, it was supposed to be such a great place. Yeah. So it was. It was just we. So did they keep the format or did they change it back? Oh no, they they they. Oh, you heard dun 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 was all the format that they got, and then yeah. we just went back to no, play whatever they want. Because yeah. they. But were, I'm talking about after that night. Did they? Try did to they try to do it again? No. 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 Okay. No. Well, plus you know now I'm hired. And the other three guys, they didn't want to change. Yeah. So now we're all in solidarity. The only way they yeah. would have been able to do anything is to fire us all yeah. and then close. Really, the only way you change the format of a club anymore, change especially if it's close it, change the name, market it for a month, and under new management, great, right? Yeah. But to do it that way is pretty much, it, it's, it's like they got on the mic and they said, black people, get out. Yeah. That's pretty literally much. what they were trying to do. Yeah. Of, now, literally, it was so much money floating in that place. Wow. It's like it had to be that because it wasn't the money. I mean, the place was just the people were had tons of money, throwing money around. And all they're in there doing is everybody's having fun. There wasn't anything happening except for having fun. Wow. And you wonder okay? why the term is the customer is always right. Yeah. yeah. That's well, when it comes to entertainment, people know what they want. Yeah. yeah. And you, if you market one thing and then you, you give them another, you can't do you that. You got to deal with that. Yeah. You can't do that. So what are you doing these days, Bill? What's going on with Bill? What's going on? Well, I uh, uh, I live in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I'm married to a beautiful woman for uh, years. And I got two daughters. Um, and I have my, uh, most of the, the, the DJing I do is all private. Uh -huh. uh, I do a lot of weddings. I'm known for weddings. Yeah. I do corporate. I'm known as a storyteller and a master of ceremonies. Uh, and... Now, since 99, for that first conference I was at, um, I, I've started to teach. Yeah. I didn't start that doing that in 99. I started doing that later. Uh, but I've got this workshop that I've done for about well, 14 years now. Mm -hmm. And it was just once a year. And I was always in Minneapolis at the Elective Voice headquarters mm -hmm. and uh, 16 people. But now it's, you know, I've gone to England with it. I've been to Australia with it. I've been to Canada. They bringing me back. I've been to England twice, Australia twice. They're bringing me back to England next year. So, so what is it about? What are you, what are you teaching? Well, the entertainment experience came out of a speech that I told at the Northern DJ Conference back in the day mm -hmm. uh, uh, that uh, just Jackie News and those guys oh, promoted. Man, that's, that's an oldie beginning. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'd never written anything. I'd always been in master of ceremonies for all those things, an MC, and uh, I. They wanted to kind of know my process and because i came from a background of acting and theater i really didn't come at it i learned djing in mean, my first entertainment job i was 12 i got a radio job mm -hmm. um and then I've, I've also worked in radio but it was always i was on stage doing plays and stuff like that and i never really saw djing was one thing right mm -hmm. you played music they danced to the music the music made people dance that's just using the equipment to turn it up loud right mm -hmm. over here what I do, what I say, how I interact with the audience can move people emotionally, whether it to be cheers or to get them excited or make them uh, sad or uh, romantic or whatever it is, whatever emotion. I never saw the same until I did that speech 
and I talked about how I've used all these things in theater all the years to be able to show me or to, to inform me how I wanted to move forward as a performer doing private events. Cause I didn't want, I didn't think I could be a DJ and make $350 and the same thing everybody else was making and still also do it for a living. And I've always wanted to be a professional performer, you know, full time. That's all I do for a living since I'm 12. And I never really got there until about five, about five years after I got married is when I was able to quit everything else. Mm-hmm. And then between this and the voiceover work I've done and the commercial work I can do, mm-hmm. uh, the theater stuff that I've done, but mostly the, my reputation is I'm really good at weddings yeah. and, and creating that storytelling vibe. So the, the workshop has two days of talking about those theatrical pieces and tenements uh-huh. that you need to be able to understand what happens in a room when you're in there. Okay. There's a bunch of things in a, in a wedding or any party that are happening like it's like you're like there's a stage and there's an audience that even if you're not aware of it it's happening all the time yeah you know how the room is staged is happening you can either take advantage of it and understand it and use it or it happens on its own but there's a story being told you can understand what that is and then you can t- help tell that story now you're in charge of the story mm. there are transitions that can go from one chapter to another chapter to another chapter chapters being this happened and then that happened and then that happened like the, when people arrived that's one chapter transition into cocktails there's another chapter cocktail hour a chapter from cocktail hour to dinner there's a turn page turn there's transitions okay. there's there's uh there's backstage stuff that i call setting up for success which is all the things you can do ahead of time to manage the risk that the thing you're doing is not going to fail you want this thing to work you want to make sure mom cries at the right time you there's a lot of backstage stuff like they're doing a magic trick that if you do you can make sure it happens and i talk about all of those things that make them aware of the strings in the room that that are at their disposal and the last thing i talk about on the first day is about your performance and your instrument your voice and your body and the things you you can do to help uh, 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 present that that story uh-huh. And then the second day, you know, we there's, I, I teach some improv. Uh, I, we do some improvisational exercises. I give some uh, a critique. You get up and do some MC work, and I and I talk about you know what you're what you're good at, what I can see is great at, what you could do if you want to evolve to something else. Okay. If you're looking to be more polished, you want to work on this and that and that, right? I'm not trying to make bills. I'm trying to make you, but <laughs> but more polished, right? I like that. More I'm polished. Not trying to make bills. I'm trying. Yeah. And- yeah, and there's a sales conversation too and there's come you know uh understanding what your actual value is and understanding where that value actually comes from and because you know as we know none of that value has anything to do with the stuff we bring like you were saying means you copy a guy's show mm-hmm. that's great but it's still your show and yeah. the only reason they're hiring jay is because of jay yeah that's yeah. it yeah. Yeah. right yeah. Yeah. jay can do it with a bullhorn we don't care as long as jay, jay makes a party yeah. but jake doesn't have a speaker or a microphone but jay can make a party we're gonna pay jay yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to want your tools. Yeah. But they don't care about your tools. Right. Yeah. So that's that conversation happens, too. So what I get to have is I get to make an impact on people's lives around the idea that they hope to make a living at this. My boss gets pants. Yeah, that was, his that was your boss. <laughs> In the front. Yeah. She, she didn't give you much more than a nod, though. I know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and uh, I'm lucky, you know, they've all said nice things, and 
And the one thing I can say is every one of them have raised their prices at least 40 to 50 percent. Wow. After the second so it's last two day days, of workshop. How long is it? Eight hours a day? Four yeah, 8 30 in the morning until about 5, 5 30 at night, uh -huh. Monday and Tuesday, with a break for lunch. And then uh, and then if I do a third day, I do an editing workshop on uh, artistic um, voiceover spotlight dances. Like if you're doing a something with your ma, I'll interview you about your ma and I'll cut you into your song with your ma. Yeah, right? I, I know it's pretty story. awesome. I know. I've I've seen yeah, you've seen those edits, yeah, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's, so, awesome. no, I, I have he, to check that out. He does something that's got everybody in the room crying. And, yeah. And well, just in yeah. A, he's, he's a, yeah, but see, with even that tool is a great tool. Yeah. That you saw. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of theater. Yeah. And I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. But it's not without the other things of understanding how to set that thing up to give to the audience. Yeah. You might not get the one of the reasons why you emotionally let that share is if you told the story before I did it. Oh, yeah. I told a story that brought you around to where I need you to be, and I said, now look at this. It's the same thing that happens when you watch television or a show or anything. They set you up for the laughs. They set yeah, you up for yeah, the tears. And, it, and, and that's the storytelling that we all have in our disposal if we just took the time to, to nurture those things. My class doesn't necessarily make you a better storyteller, but it does point out that you have those, you have those things available to you. Yeah, you so may, that you, if, Here's where you can start working. Yeah. Right, you, you you give the awareness. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I've got people that have never DJed, and I've got people that have DJed for thirty years that have mm -hmm. taken this thing, mm -hmm. and and almost all of them are like, oh damn, because it's it's the perspective. That's right? what I well, when well, I heard some of it. Oh yeah. damn! You but the thing that st stands out to uh -huh. me uh, is you took two different orcs. And mess them together. Yeah. And you mess them together. So yeah. you you did something, and and the beauty of this for me is it's always about the backstory for me that tells the real story. Right. So for me, that real story is you you wanted to be an actor, and you never went away from that. No, I knew, you I, learned I, knew I was how to DJ, and you implemented acting into DJs, mm -hmm. which became telling a story. Yes. You know, you right. you have, and I don't know if mastered is the word, and I don't want to say mastered in the sense of you've reached your pinnacle. You've put something in place and you continue to evolve with that. You're very good at reading the room. <laughs> Not the reading the room. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying telling with telling the story, the story yeah. he has to have a good... Yeah. You have to be present enough to know yeah. what's happening. Yes, yeah. and, and be because what if you're telling the story and the story is not popping or it's or not people grabbing? people start having a conversation. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you have to you have enough it. to be able to improvise. Right. And being an actor, yeah, you, you have to well, be able well, to improvise. And improv improvisation comes from being... Uh, uh, present in the room about what's going on, and then being unafraid of the fact that you've been knocked off a track. You got a track, right? We, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to play that song, and I'm going to play this song. I'm going to say that at this beat. I know exactly what my script is. But you get knocked off that beat. Sometimes you go, I, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. Improvisation yeah. is. I know I'm probably going to hit. I, what I have is a plan. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to fall off the track. Yeah. And when I follow the track now, I'm going to go there. I have to take me that way. Sure, I'll go that way. No problem. Let me go that way. 
And then when when it, when you feed it and it goes where it needs to go, I know I remember where I left the track. I just come on back, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is nice about having a plan in the script because now if you have to go someplace, you're not lost in the wilderness because you went off on a tangent. You know what you're supposed to be, right? Oh yeah. And this is, and 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 I I, I get what you're saying about taking two things that are different, but but the the, the epiphany wasn't that they're different. It's that they're well, the no, same. It's, it's oh, you. they're yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. the same. Yeah. Theater you. and DJing, same yeah. exact yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the entertainment. It's yeah. just that all of these tools you have as a performer over here as an actor. You don't think you can implement over here because all you got is two turntables and a mic. Right. It goes back to our conversation walking over here. Right. It, right. You can transfer these same things into anything that you do. Exactly. And, 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 and I had a friend told me this. Uh, he said, Your talent is your talent, your gift transcends into everything that you do. Your yeah. talent is fixed in you know in time. It has a slot. Right. But yeah. your gift can be implemented in anything you do. Right. And I always tell people, I said, Oh, I'm a good DJ. I know the skills, but my gift is I understand people and how it relates to music. Yeah. Right. And how it relates to how you are in the build. Once mm -hmm. you're in the building, mm -hmm. then 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 the dynamic of the building has changed. Period. Mm -hmm. Whether oh, you yeah. are the loudest person in the room or the quietest person in the room. There's a dynamic happening, and then you come in, yeah. and Jay. Now all of a sudden the room is different. Yeah. Now you can you have the if you have the skills, you know that because you're in the room that the, the the energy has changed. You now also know that you can elevate that. You can. You don't have to. No. And you could do it accidentally by falling on your face and everybody laughs, right? And accidentally, right? Or you can have a plan to elevate the room. You don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like we. We make an impact everywhere we go. Yeah. Now, imagine if you can make an impact that you've made a plan to make an impact. And that our impact can be limitless. It isn't just my impact tonight's going to be obviously the loudest thing in the room, playing the songs that you dig, and you may dance to it. That's one impact that you think you can have as opposed to knowing you can have any small scalpel-like impact you want. You want that whole room at the same exact time to go... <gasps> You can do that. You have that gift. Yeah. Every human being does. Our confidence level keeps us away from it. Or or our mom who once said, you know, you're all you're not all that. You know, you're not all that. Now back or, it off, young man. Or, or your come boss, on now. Or your wife. Right, yeah. right. Come on now. Come on now. Your mom and your grandma saying, Come on. Yeah. Really? Really? Right. Back really in. back in. <laughs> right. And we're we bring that into our world, even though we've fought against it. we now we do it. And yeah. let that those voices of the past do that to us, as they opposed dictate. to understand that you reel it back when you're being a jerk, right? Yeah. The, you know the DJ who's thought of as a as a douche, right? He's yeah. attacking the room without any thought for the room, right? There's 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 a there's a lot of things happening in the room he's not aware of. Nothing he's like just it. I'm here, I'm loud. Don't look at me, don't touch me. Don't, don't, I'm gonna play the song. Dad, I know what I'm doing. That sounds no like awareness, right? Know too, and they think that the, that because of that guy, they think all these is that way, right? Wow. So that we have that thing we got to get past too. If they see the guy, they go, "Oh, he's always oh, a DJ," oh. right? Or when somebody says, "What do you do for a living?" So I'm a performer. You know what kind of performer are you? I'm a DJ, and they go, "Oh, yeah, okay." Yeah, like, no, that's it's, that's cool. That's, yeah, so like what do you do? What do you do for money? Yeah, like yeah. I told you, do for a real job. I said this on the show the other night that. Stop using the term side hustle. It's not a side no. hustle. It's your, it's your business. It's your profession. It's, it's your profession. 
Well, it is if you choose to make it. Yeah. yeah. There are plenty of people that have taken this and turned it into a side hustle. And we could be upset about that, that it's been called a side hustle. But I know I know plumbers that have it as a side hustle. Yeah. I don't like that term either because it makes it sound like you're doing it just for the money. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't care about the people that you're there contacting you by. That's I don't like that. But yeah. it is, you know, it's it, it's an extra, for a lot of guys, it's an extra money gig. You know? Yeah. This is, this is my beer money. I, I don't call it beer money, but... A lot of guys do. It's like, hey, you know, well, it is. I DJ. Really? You DJ? How long have you been DJ? Well, I don't do it for a living. Okay. Well, well what do you do? You automatically downgrade yourself. Well, you do it because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, really, you, the first time you DJ, you did it for a living? No, I didn't. No, you did not. I no. love music. Right. And, right. and the funny thing, the first time that I did it in front of an audience yeah. was like the worst day of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was. I have been doing it for two years. Well, I have been doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're live. Why don't you do that? I'm gonna do that next time you're in a bar mitzvah. What are you in the middle of a bar mitzvah? Can we just get in the way? Yeah, I was, I was, I was attracted to Phil. Hey, no, no problem. As long as you show them the boot. You'll that's, be okay. Don't show him the that's, boot. That's my ex-wife. You know, some, it's my ex-wife. She won't leave me alone. I'll send you the money, honey. Uh, the hell <laughs> Checks in the mail, sweetie. Okay, so I want to hear more. So at first I, time. I had been DJing for about maybe a year and a half yeah. or two. I'm talking about every day. So we got a contract to do our junior high school. Who's we? Me and two more guys that I grew up with. Okay, so you guys were a team or a company or just yeah, we were just guys with a bunch of gear. Yeah, we, we were just the one, we guy, one guy had was, the speakers, yeah. one guy had the records. Yeah, I was like, two of us was, I got it. Two of us was 15 or, no, we were going on 15. Yeah. The other guy was maybe 17. Uh -huh. So we had gear amongst each other. Right. So I was a freshman, me and my other friend were freshmen. Yeah. We went back to our junior high school to do the dance. Okay. So uh, they had did their thing, and it was time for me to go. Oh boy. As soon as I got up there, it was like everybody stopped and, and turned turn around, around and, look and walked my way. So I'm I'm just like. First time that happens to you, man, you want to hide. Dude, I was shaking so hard, <laughs> and, and I just had, I, I couldn't do anything. I, I locked up, and it was like the worst day So ever. did you get through it? Uh, only thing I remember is that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you block out like you had a roofie? Yeah. And you're done. <laughs> I, I, that's the only thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh that's the only oh that's the only point I remember. That's great, man. That's, that's, that's terrible, man. Dude, it was pain. So, it was do hard. you remember the next time? Oh, then you know. Or was there next time yeah, for a while? Was, yeah, no. You have to have therapy time. a couple no, weeks before. No, you're no. I was good. I was good. No, the funny thing is, I started. We started doing uh, parties throughout our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. After I Those got over best, that actually. initial time, yeah. oh, yeah. No, I was good. I was good. Oh, they couldn't get me off. <laughs> but man, you that first it's time. It's funny that you don't remember. Uh, you don't remember anything, but up to that point. So did somebody I'm come fuck tag you? Dude, and tell you I can't even out? remember what happened after that. Oh, I just wow. remember sitting there, just shaking. And and I was trying to scratch, and it was like, oh and I God, just feel yeah. I didn't even look up no more. Well, I gotta tell you, my first yeah. one was the first time I was my first time on air on the radio. I opened the mic, 
and I thought, oh damn, the whole city is just <laughs> that came to you first before you spoke. Yeah. Oh I mean, dear God. <laughs> no, it came to me as I when I opened the mic, and, but then I, you know, I got through it. It was yeah. like maybe five seconds, and I, I was fine. But it's just everything is everybody's listening. Kind of vapor locks yeah. for a second. So you're like, oh God, my mom's listening, my, my neighbors, <laughs> potential girlfriends, everybody's listening. <laughs> And, you know, if I blow this or if I'm horrible, what happens? But, you Dude. know, I got through it, too. But, Mike, I didn't do like you. I got Dude, through the I'm show. Telling I, you, I, I did the whole but show. But, see, the thing was, <laughs> for me at that point in time, I was very shy. Yeah. I was very shy. Yeah. I learned how to dance. I learned how to do a lot of things without people knowing. Yeah. yeah. So when they saw that, even when I just – Finally, DJ, it was like, dude, when did you learn? Wait, wait, you learn how to dance without anybody knowing you dancing in front of a mirror? Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Hairbrush, damn right. Damn right. <laughs> uh, nobody saw it. Hey, no, no, hey, I'm just being honest. I got it. Very, you are. You are. You're being, I got very, very shy. honest. Oh, very shy. My, my first, my first court, it was a corporate thing. I didn't call it a corporate thing. But my dad was a nurse anesthetist at a place called Paul Oliver Memorial Hospital in Frankfurt, Michigan. Uh huh. And they were doing the Christmas party for the nursing department. And somebody goes, isn't your kid a DJ? And he goes, yeah, I guess. Well, you should DJ on thing. This is a small town. Small, the Beulah, I live in Beulah, 600 people, right? Wow. So my mom and dad have a record collection. And they have, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember those big furniture pieces, of console oh, yeah. record player yeah. with, yeah. a, with, a, with, a, with a turntable and a spindle. You put yeah. the record on top, yeah. you put that, that little hook on the top of it, oh, yeah. and then you push a button and it goes and click and drops and the, the turntable and the needle comes up and boom, right? That's what I got. That's what I got. And it's and got that's a radio. What you were DJing. I, I, we hump that thing in the room, <laughs> wow. up on the things like it's like six feet across. So the oh. big old speaker in it, right? That's all I got. And about two hundred to three hundred pounds. I'm on see exactly. It's like Some a Volkswagen. TV. It's like a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. So we bring it up in the on stage, right? And I only got is the records my parents have. I don't have records. Like the radio station has records. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I can't bring their stuff. So my mom and dad have uh, uh, Sonny Jair's greatest hits, Montavani, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, they got. <laughs> Joseph and Amazing Technicolor Ringcoat. Yeah, yeah. They got Creed Clearwater's Greatest Hits. They got Helen Reddy's Greatest Hits. That so they got, did you make it through? That's all I get. Well, yeah. But what happened Easy was here. I had, I had, I had, he was shy. I had too much confidence, right? Uh -huh. And all I knew about DJing, what they did on radio, right? Yeah, Which talk. they play a song and they talk, yeah. right? And I don't really even have a microphone. Remember in back days, you'd be able to, to rewire the headphone jack. So you could turn it into a microphone. Oh, so you yeah, 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 yeah. going yeah. deep down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I got this, yeah. right? That's how I got yeah. it. That's what I got from Mike, yeah. right? And I got this stack of records all out of the out of this, the thing. They're stacked yeah. up, the vinyl yeah. on vinyl, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So worst crime. Ever. I put on the put on the first <laughs> yeah put in the first record, and I I put the hook on top, and I just click the thing, and it goes and it goes word, and it goes click boom. You hear the boom because yeah. the mic is on. My yeah. my made up mic, right? And you hear the, the the motor and the microphone. Belt uh, right, go up, right? And you got the turntable. Uh, a needle comes up, comes over, and comes down and drops. And okay. And as soon as it hits the needle, it makes that sound, and the whole place gets quiet. And then song starts, and I'm like, I'm off and running, right? So I go and get another record, and I put it here. And when it gets to the end of the record, I take my mic and I say, "Welcome to the Paul Oliver Memorial." Holiday party. I got my little, my little, you know, 12-year-old voice in here. 
And as I'm doing it, I picked up the needle here, and I put the needle down, and I'm talking about how, and I don't know what to say, except for what I've heard on the radio. So I'm grabbing the turn the record, I take it off the turntable, and I say, and it's 7.05 and 14 degrees outside, and at the bottom of the hour, we'll have a weather report, and today, it's this, and I just kept blah, 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 and still went click, click, but it, boom, and it played a song, and I and as soon as it went, and I talked and talked and talked until the song began, and I went, boom. But I didn't do it like standing, so I stooped. <laughs> I stooped down behind. behind the console because in radio behind. they can't see you. Behind right? the both so I jumped down behind the go and I'm talking to somebody about and then I pop back up, right? And I get the next record, and I did that for forty minutes, every record, talking wow. until the thing started. Till my old man came up and leaned on the stage. He goes, "Come over here, kid." <laughs> he says, "You need to stop that." Stop, stop what? So stop, stop that. Just gotta stop talking. Just play the songs. I said, Dad, we only have one turntable, man. You can't have dead air. I mean, I did look, I'm in radio. I know what I'm talking about. Oh boy. And he hit the top of the stage, went boom, just shut up. Don't say anything unless people nobody cares what you have to say. The whole place went silent. I fell behind the Volkswagen again and I just went, okay. I put the record out and I let a whole album play and I pick it up, pick it up, put another one. And it wasn't even dance music. No, no one's dancing. Once again, you want me to go over the list of music I had? I had the soundtrack to Jesus Christ Superstar. I had the Helen Reddy's greatest hits. Helen Reddy, you know, I am a woman, hear me roar. Yeah. My, 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 I got Sonny and Cher's greatest hits. Maybe there's something they can dance to in there. No, I was trying to get I was trying to get from point A to point B. Now, oh. I tell this story at my speeches oh, or my workshop, dear. and the, the point of the story when I tell people <laughs> this is that my dad taught me that day that if you're going to open the mic, have something to say. Something relevant. Right. If you guys relevant. don't just waste their time. Yeah. The moment you waste people's time, then you become what's called the mosquito in the room. Oh. And it's like you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm talking here. Can you shut up? I'm talking. <laughs> right? So, and no DJ who uses the mic wants to be in this mosquito in the room. Because then you're just wasting people's time, and they want you to shut up, and they're not hiring you if they ever want you to shut up again. Yeah. Sad so, thing. Wow. Some some guys don't even know they're the mosquito. Well, yeah, no. Well, of course you don't. And I didn't. And my dad argued with me. Yeah. Okay, for the entire song, and I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta put another record on. In the <laughs> middle of his argument, <laughs> and that's when he went, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> now I tell him that story, he gets really embarrassed. He's like, I was a bad father. I said, no. <laughs> No, 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 you didn't. You weren't. Yeah, you told me what I needed to hear, which is I when to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that most people don't give a crap what you have to say. Tell so shorten was, it up. Tell them that was your first DJ conference. It was. It really was. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. wow. That's good. So what else you got going on? Oh, better yet, how much is it for a conference? Say, like, if I wanted to book you to come and teach DJs in Dallas, how much would you, how much is that? Oh, geez. You know, well, it, it depends it on a lot of stuff. It's okay. usually I do a workshop and each student pays themselves. Okay. Uh, but All if right. I do something like if you got a company, you want me to come teach your students, uh -huh. then we talk about what you want, how much time you have to do it. And then we pick a per person thing. And then you have to pay for my flight and my expenses. Really and then yeah. and then there's a fee. The last guy, I think the last uh, place I did, I gave them four hours in an afternoon and I they paid me two grand. Okay. Okay. But that was a, a certain amount of people, and uh, we really didn't have one specific um, curriculum. It was like, okay, so what are we going to talk about? Usually I want the owner to say, this is what I want you to work with these guys. And then we pick one thing. 
and we did, but we we did it because I we talked to everybody in the room about like, what are you worried about? You know, what do you want to be? Yeah. How good do you want to? Is your, you here because your boss told you to be here? Because you want to learn something? So we kind of narrowed down something, yeah. and we worked on that. But like the workshop is an intensive two days in Minneapolis, mm -hmm. and uh, that's. Uh, you, so you that's fly to Minneapolis. To you. you have a yeah. studio or somewhere. Well, actually, I do it at the Electro Voice World headquarters, okay, yeah, that's right. which is very cool because they've got their anechoic chamber there. And if you've never been in an anechoic chamber, anechoic means uh, no echo. Oh, wow. So, wow. and it's one of the few of these things in the world. And how big is it? It's actually about as big as this square here, oh, maybe okay. bigger. But it's 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 got five to six foot baffles all the way around ceiling and floor. And then they've got this this wire in the center that you stand in the middle of the actual center of the room. So there's no bounce from up or down or around. When you first walk into it, it feels mm -hmm. like you're having an allergic reaction because your, your ears feel like they're plugging up because uh -huh. your ears go, I have echo everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, even though you don't think about it, you're hearing every ceiling spot, every floor spot, the echo off of you, right? Mm -hmm. And me, mm -hmm. but in there, everything just goes, Phew. my ears plug up. I'm like, what the hell's going on, right? You sit in that room alone. For five to ten minutes, and the only you'll begin to hear something. What you'll begin to hear is your actual blood pumping through your body. Wow. You'll hear whoosh, 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 wow, whoosh, wow. whoosh. It's weird. It's it's really weird. And uh and like the, the engineers who work in this room, they're a lot of them are nervous about it being in there more than 10, 15 minutes at a time. Imagine the door is closed, they're not gonna hear you. So they just put and you in locked. They you get overnight. Imagine the insaneness. They just put yeah. you in there as a test or something. Or well, when you go, when you do the workshop, they give you a tour. Okay. So you can see it. What they use it for is to get very specific measurements of the sounds of the speakers that they use. Oh. Okay. And you say you give you measure that stuff in a room of this. You're also getting all the echo and the pound back, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. But in that room, you get specifically what's coming out of the woofer, specifically out of the tweeter. You hear every. You hear. Any wow. any extra sounds is the box that it uses, and they even decide what box to use and what kind of wood to use depending on, the, and that changes because wow. they're very no measurement on any speaker is I, as I really precise wish I been as the electric voice. The sound or lights and closing that they have, yeah, I just never had a chance. It always fell on a bad time, and I think that was the last one that Mike them tried to do, right? Oh this no, year. no, they'll probably do it again. I know they will. But they, he yeah, said, every year he says it's the last one. Right? They, yeah, yeah. I think that's a that might be a thing yeah. they say. Yeah, because well, you get excited and go, come on, man. Come on, yeah. And I, I really wanted to go, but just always. Well, if you, you, you always come do my thing. Uh, so when is your to, next class? Uh, November. Uh, it's Monday, Tuesday, November the 13th and the 14th. It's a week before Thanksgiving. Not the week of. It's the week before Thanksgiving. And then the next week, I've got an alumni thing for the 200 guys that have taken the class over the oh, last wow. 14 years. Okay. All right. but, but, yeah, it's, it's two days. I only take 16 guys. Okay. I've sold it out once, and that's as many as I can handle and still give everybody personal attention. Okay. Right? And it's uh, it's very intense, right? We all work together. It's a, it's a, I treat it like a coaching conversation. It's not as much lecture, even though there's lecture, yeah. where it's we're going to discuss this point, and then we're all going to talk about it, and then we're going to workshop it out so you understand what it is, and then we'll move on to the next thing. And that first day is all of those theatrical tenements that I use so to be able to do this. A, uh, certain place to stay when they come or yeah well um there's a there's a country in the suites right near the mall of america that myself and electric voice get a special rate out okay so if like i think we got the rate we got for the attendees are like 106 107 dollars 
a night, and it's right next to the Mall of America with a little walkway. Yeah. Okay. So if you on your off time, you want to go over there and walk around a really big mall, which is okay. all it really is. A big mall. Five it's a, story, it's a really big mall, not just a big mall. Really, really, really big. Really no, it's, mall. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Plus, a lot of guys they come. You know, they all, we always take a go downtown so you can come. You can go by First Avenue. Of course. You stand by First Avenue. Don't, you picture don't in front of Prince's Star. Uh, some guys stay an extra day and they drive out to Chanhassen to go to Paisley Park. That is oh, yeah. that is on my list. Too. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah I, every yeah. year I do this thing. I I try to work out a tour at Paisley, but they're never open on Mondays or Tuesdays. So you'd have to stay the way. So you'd have to stay there. on Wednesday, or you call ahead and get a private tour. But when I look, when he was alive. I was working downtown uh-huh. at a oldies, yeah, oldies rock and roll again. Now I oldies rock and roll story, yeah. but a place called Jukebox Saturday Night, uh, First Avenue is still open, and Prince had just opened Glam Slam, which is like two doors down from where I was. Okay, right, and he always had parties at, at Paisley uh, and concerts, but they were you had to be on a list, like a text list or an email list, and it's only like 150 to 100 people that got invited, and you get this thing, and it says. Be here at this time. They didn't tell you what was happening. Mm-hmm. If he was playing, it's just Prince is having a party, and bring at minimum a hundred dollars for the ticket. And a hundred dollars didn't go to him. He did it for the Minnesota Food Shelf. Wow! So every dollar he made at every one of those private concerts. Wow. And then he also solicited more donations while you were there. But you'd show up, and maybe Sheila E was in town, so she's going to play for you, oh, or wow. he's going to work on a new album, so he's going to do that. Or today, you know, I haven't done the Purple Rain album in a while. I'm going to do that for y'all. Or I'll do half of that. Or I'll do my own little version. I um, I got invited to a few of them. Most of them were about as weird as that Charlie Murphy story. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's just about that weird each every time. Shirts and blouse. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I got a buddy who was one. Of, he was the last guy to be the DJ at Paisley, and the first day he got a job there, um, he was just, he was doing one of the parties, right? And Prince lived on the property, and he had an elevator that came down to the club where they all. The, or the area where they all think. So he's in there DJing, and Prince came down. hadn't met him yet. Came down. He walked into his party. Looks around, and people don't run up to him because you do. You probably ain't getting invited again. Yeah. It's like you were just at Prince's house. Oh, there's Prince. Don't like. He walks over to this kid, and he kind of stands by his decks like this. And the kid, he's doing his thing. He knows Prince is there next to him. Man. He's doing his thing, right? He's trying to be cool about it. And then he makes a mix, and he looks up, and he, he kind of like he surprised Prince is standing next to him. Oh. Sir, how are you? I think he might have said, "I might have, I might have said, Mister." <laughs> right. So, so yeah, yeah. He says, "Yeah, you're a new DJ, huh?" Yeah. He says, "All right, I guess we're gonna battle." And the kid goes, "Huh?" And he turned. He looked at his deck. He said, "Huh?" Looked at his deck. Looked up. Prince was gone. Like uh, right out of that. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, like yeah, Tony yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like poof. Right. Okay. Half an hour later, they're putting a deck next to his deck, plugging in speakers next to his speakers. And then all of a sudden, like, like he came down in a new outfit, walked over, looked at the kid. He says, let's see what you got. The kid does <laughs> what? The kid does three songs, and Prince goes, I got this. And he just takes the song that he played, and he goes in and does the thing, does three songs. And he gets to the, but towards the end of the third song, and looks at the kid like, you should have known you were going to take this. So he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so he takes it, and he goes, he says, we went back and forth for an hour and a half. He didn't say nothing to me. I never missed a beat. I, I, I was embarrassed most of the time of the things I was picking because it, it seemed like he was picking cooler stuff. When he got all done, Prince didn't go, here he is, or oh, I'm really great. He just walked over, played his uh, played the first of his last 
the, the last of his three song set, about an hour and a half anywhere, walked over to the studio was, all right. And then he, like, poof, he was gone again. And that was pretty much his entire thing. Right? Wow. I'm like, that part of that's got to be a lie, right? He goes, I wish it was. And I wish anybody could be next to me and say, I saw it. Because now we can capture that. But back then, you just have to tell the story. He told the story. And he says, I didn't know any of the people. I was working there. I didn't know any people that were there. So I don't have anybody to back up the story. Wow. But everybody in Minneapolis has a story I'm that sure. they say is their print story, right? I He pulled up next to me on his purple motorcycle. He did that a lot. He rode his purple motorcycle everywhere, right? Uh, uh, I saw him getting ice cream, you know, and I said, hi, Prince, and he said, hi, back. You know, everybody's got a story. I saw him at Glam Slam. Me, I saw him in 1982 for the first time mm -hmm. at First Avenue mm -hmm. because I, from that little town, my dad wanted me to go to college. I didn't want to do college because <laughs> high school sucked. And he goes, well, there's a radio school. There's one in Minneapolis. There's one in Detroit. And I'm like, uh, well, Minneapolis doesn't sound as scary as Detroit, so I go to Minneapolis. Yeah. So the first week I'm there at that school, a really good-looking girl asked me on a date. Oh. She's older. I'm, I'm 17. She's got to be 24. Okay. Right? And so right. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Right? So she said, I'll pick you up. She takes me down to First Avenue. I'd never heard of First Avenue. I came from Upper Michigan, mm -hmm. where every kid has a copy of, of, of Live Bullet with Bob Seger and knows every word. <laughs> right? And you, know, you don't hear. The closest thing you get to R&B is a little Motown here and there. Right? Yeah. So I don't know nothing. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah. know nothing. Yeah, right? You, I get there, she takes me to this place, and it's, it's it looks exactly like the film. It is the film. Purple Rain. In fact, at Purple Rain was filmed in that place at oh, that yeah. time. So, but I, I the Purple Rain hadn't been out yet. In fact, oh. I think it was DMSR might have been out, right? Okay. Maybe. But anyway, I'm standing. We're in the middle of the dance floor, or as close to the stage as I am to the camera, right? Uh -huh. This girl standing next to me, and the, the, it's just packing up. So we're all like this, right? And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just turned on excited with this hot girl and these people pushed yeah. up against me yeah. you know because i've never i've never been yeah. a big city club ever so i'm like getting all horned up and everything right yeah. this, is, this is the greatest thing i've ever done right i'm 17. Uh, lights go down and all of a sudden the, the lights on the stage explode and more stay in the time just hit the stage and oh, just wow. go crazy i've never heard of them i've never seen anything like it for an hour and a half they just blew the roof off the joint i am just yeah, every sense of my body says this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. More stay is just in this joint, right? And all of the characters from the from the band are up there doing their thing. It's like it's like sensory overload for this small upper Michigan kid. Yeah, this hour and a half blows the roof off the joint. I, you, you're like out of breath. You haven't moved. You're out of breath. Sound lights go down. Boom. I look at the girl and go, Oh my God! Thanks for inviting me, man. This is the greatest thing ever. Oh, I'd never seen anything like that. That was. Thank you for bringing me. She goes, This is the opening act. And as she You're said, like, opening what? act. <laughs> yeah, as she says, opening act, the lights go down again, and a small spot hits the very back of the stage on this guy's face with his head down. And he just starts walking, and you hear, oh, oh. And light on his face, gets all the way to the microphone with all these, these, these bandanas and grabs the mic, turns his head and goes, dearly beloved, you are gathered here tonight. And literally, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now. And the whole, the whole place goes, and his band explodes, and he did everything that you saw on the movie. He did there, plus everything else that he's ever done. I, I was hearing controversy and all those songs 
for the first time ever in my life. Wow. Have you he, ever seen him? He never took a break. Of, uh, never. That was the only time I ever saw it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God. And at the end of it, at the end of it, he hits, he just hit, he takes his mic stand. Boom. And and he, whatever he did with the band made it sound like the, this just shook the room. Boom. Lights down. Done. Lights up in the room. And I looked at her and I'm like, my God, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for inviting me. I got to ask you something. She goes, what? Who is that? Wow. <laughs> she never asked me out again. Because everybody in town knew who Prince was. Yeah. Everybody in the world knew who Prince was. Yeah. She was a fan. This dumb little white boy <laughs> from Upper Michigan, town of 600, went, who's that guy? Wow. And I never saw him live again. Man. And I guess I'm kind of glad I did. Because I saw, right, that was a, that was his tipping point, right? That was right at the time when the whole world went, oh, my God. Man. Right? Yeah. And now I got everything he owns. I've seen oh, yeah. lots of his stuff. I know a guy who was a he was his neighbor when he was little Prince Rogers uh -huh. when he was playing music in in uh, in, uh, 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 basement garage parties in South Minneapolis, and he was the kid's neighbor, and he you know he he, he played football with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. So wow. I hear all these stories about them when they were kids, uh, and how they used to pick on Prince because he didn't you know he I think they, they called him by his real they didn't wouldn't call him Prince. You know, little Roger, they called him, oh, and I guess he used to piss him off. Yeah, I'm but he was playing all the high school parties when he was like 10. He's 10 years old and he's playing, you know, there's something about that guy anyway. It was, yeah, yeah it's I'm uh, blown away about the DJ thing. Yeah, I know, that, that, I know. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, can you imagine? There's celebrity DJ. I mean, everybody has their DJ. Well, plus, you know, you don't think Prince is a DJ, no, but I'm just saying Prince is DJing, not about the DJ itself. Him saying, I guess we're going to battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Hey. This is his kid's first day. But you know, on you a have a club job. in your house. If you have a club in your house, you probably can but DJ. I'm, I'm not saying you that think. you can't. You would think, but maybe. I, I wouldn't. What if put you don't have a DJ together. and you just DJ? I wouldn't put those two together. No, I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't have did it. I would have been, I would have been shocked too. I would have been. Yeah. I had the same reaction you did yeah. when you told me the story. I'm like, Prince did. Prince can do anything he wants. Yeah. Prince, and well, the first nine play albums played play all the instruments, anyway. instruments You can DJ. Right? He wrote all that music in his garage, in his basement, when he was before he was out of grade school. So, yeah, he can do whatever he wants. So, now we have to get to the other yeah, thing. Sorry, the sorry. walking, the walking. What about you walking? <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk to me about it. Yeah. You said you're going to tell Okay, so yeah. uh, today, I haven't done it. I haven't done the video yet. I had to walk this morning. But I'm at 1,558 walks in a row in a day, every day. Okay. Wow. I don't and know if I watched all 1,000. So nobody. I'm going to have to follow you. But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you need to follow Bill. He, he has some good stuff. And at the Vegas conference yeah. about uh, a little more than four years ago, uh -huh. just before everything went to hell in the handbasket, right? Hot handbasket. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, I see my friend Alan Marshall. And Alan Marshall is a DJ in England uh -huh. who's uh, a little taller than me and always been a little heavier than me. Mm hmm and we've been friends for a while. And we met in Vegas that year with our wives and stayed at a different hotel and we would walk to the conference. Okay. But when I saw him for the first time, he had dropped like 80, 90 pounds. Oh, wow. I'm like, he looks like a bean pole. I'm like, what the hell happened? He says, I, I, I've been walking, walking every day. Oh, he really, yeah, that's, that's my old girl, man. I, I was in a movie with her. I'll tell you that if you want. But, but <laughs> I'm tripping off that uh, Magnum PI mustache. <laughs> you know, 
thank you because you're the only person who hasn't said horn mustache ever. That too. We're trying to clean it up over here. Oh and I had to, that, that, that's the last picture I have so, with that mustache. Would you stop being a squirrel and let him tell the story? You, you hey, hey, he was telling the story. He, he looked at it. I did. I did. Okay, so. Anyway, I'm walking every day. I said, well, yeah, okay. He says, well, I've been walking every day, like four or five miles. I'm like, oh. He says, well, you want to walk with me every morning? I get up at this time. I'll do my walk, and we'll just end up at the conference. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So that morning of the day of the conference, I get up. I put on, I wear, I, I wore a suit. Yeah, right? wrong, And wrong, a tie and, and shoes. Yeah, and well, he's, he's wearing his three-piece, man. He's got a vest, everything. <laughs> so he says, okay, let's go. And I thought we were just going to stroll. No. <laughs> so now here I am trying to keep up with him, right? And I'm trying to be cool about it. By the time we got to the to the, the Tropicana, he's like, "All right, I'll see you later." And I'm like, "Yeah." Huh. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. And my suit, I so sweated. I mean, you could go like this on my outside of my suit, and there's a roll of sweat. Oh, my That's God. how I'm just soaked, right? Oh. But I'm not going to admit. So the rest, the rest of the week, every day, we would do that, right? But I hope you want to walk. I hope you change out of the suit and maybe told it or something. No, no, I wasn't that dumb. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that smart, rather. I just did it every day. So now it's okay. the I just stink all day. Oh my so, god. So so anyway, at the end of the hall, and I, I'm I'm I made it. You know, I, I kept up with him, uh -huh. and I said, "It's too bad you're going back to England, and I'm going back to Minnesota, because we should do this every day." You know, which is just me saying, "I'm glad this shit's over." Yeah. <laughs> right. And he goes, well, you know what we can do? We can do like a video. I'll do a video, send it to you. You do a video. Send it. I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no problem, no problem. I got no intention at all doing any walking. Wow. Right? Well, I get back and I'm telling my wife the story. Or we're talking about it at home because we shit going. Uh -huh. and, uh, and I was up the next day and, and it was up pretty early. And I went, you know, I think I'll probably just take a walk around the neighborhood. I mean, I did it for that many days, maybe. I'll. Yeah. So I walked around and halfway around the neighborhood, I go, oh, that video thing. So I picked it up. And I and I hit the video, and I thought I was send, I, I sending him a personal message on Messenger, uh -huh. and I just went, "Hey, Alan, hey, here I am, man. I'm walking. Look at me. Yeah, I told you I'd do it every day. Here I am. You you probably haven't been out, but I'm out. So there you go, baby. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna do this all week. I'll just I know I said I'd do like 10 minutes a day. I'm gonna do 30 minutes a day, oh. at least 30 minutes a day every single day. I'm gonna do two weeks. I'll do two weeks, man. I'll, and I'm just now I'm flapping my yeah, lips, yeah. you know. Two weeks, two weeks, you know, I'll do a month. I can do a month every single day. You know, three, you know something? I'll do all year, 365 days. Beat that, you limey. And I hit the <laughs> button, I put it in my pocket, and I'm waiting for him to pick up the message and call me. And in my pocket, I start, the phone starts to go bling, 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 I pull it out. I had done a Facebook Live. Not a message to my friend. So 5,000 people on my Facebook message all saw me go, I'm going to walk every damn day for 365 oh, days. And now I'm like, so, okay. I'm kind of caught now. So the next day I go out and I'm like, okay, well, they don't need to see me. I mean, I don't have to work that hard, right? I mean, they'll lose interest. So I did it. And I did the video because I said I do a video every day. So here I am, day two. Day two, Alan does one. I'm gonna support my friend Bill, so he's doing oh, a live, he, right? He, he, so now you, so now here I am. He's doing a live. He's on his first day. I'm on my second, right? So now, I I said I'll, I'll do the video, but I don't know what to talk about. I just you know I just talk about what's ever in my head. And what was in my head for the first hundred days was this sucks. 
I hate this. My my legs hurt. My back hurt. My knees hurt. My ankles hurt. This is awful. I, I'm, I'm, you guys suck for making me do this. <laughs> That's all I'm doing, right? After 100 days, I'm like, okay, this is fine. But I'm also in Minnesota. So now it's yeah. getting cold, yeah. right? Now it's starting to snow. And I said, it was an outdoor walk every day. So now I'm, I'm walking on ice. I'm walking in snow. I'm oh. walking in, in, in wind. I'm walking in you know, 3, 5, 13 below zero, right? Every day I'm doing this video. Oh, and Alan kept doing it. Oh, man. And then it became, if Alan, if I stop, Alan, Alan wins. Thank you. <laughs> so now here we are. So y'all both still 1,558 days will be my walk, my video today. And he's done 1,557. Has anybody ever walked with you? Yeah, I've every seen, once in a while. I think I've seen so you almost, you're almost yeah. on three well, years of walk. Chicago last year. It's been three year. years, and we're on our fourth one. He might have walked with you last year in Chicago. He might have. I know he did a video, too, because he said I ended up walking by Casey's uh, office on his run or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I, he was on a run. I'm not running. Yeah. Come on, people are probably just they're sick. They all need <laughs> You should, you should be followed by an ambulance if you're a runner. That's just ridiculous. Come on. Well, run. Are you okay. a runner? Okay, well, sorry. Well, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm more of a walker. Uh, yeah. God, well, why am I doing state. this? That's well, and here's the thing. Well, you know, help has become a good thing, though. It's, like, it's a great thing. Uh, what I had, what I, well, the first thing I learned is you can't walk off a crappy diet. Okay, so I wasn't, I wasn't losing, wasn't losing weight. Yeah. I was uh, I was helping my heart. I was helping my stamina, uh -huh. uh, my muscles, and that has been great. It hasn't been until this year when I changed my diet that I started losing weight. Right now I'm down 50, but I've been that's well. Thank you, but well, when you're as tall as I am, you lose 50. It's like you know uh, someone really short losing 10. Like nobody really notices, right? And nobody's going to really notice my weight loss until I probably get down to 80. Yeah. Especially since a lot of it I carry. Around, the around is, I'll carry it here, but we know right exactly where the doctors want you. To I know what I lost, so what well, kind of goes back? Right, you lost days. weight too, yeah. I mean, I started walking and running and doing yeah. things too, yeah. working out, going yeah. to the gym. I did a hard 75 challenge, so yeah, you know, you can only eat different things. You gotta, oh, drink, you gotta okay, drink water, uh, gallon of water every day. I'm know. doing that, yeah. So just to change my diet and try to get do better to try to get off yeah. a little bit of that weight too. Yeah. Well, and then the biggest thing that changed that made that really took me to uh, actually I'm going to change my diet is the doctor because uh, yeah. I went pre-diabetic. Like, oh well, hell. That's either that or I got to yeah. take an insulin. Yeah, and you once know. you start thinking about sticking yourself every day, you can change. Oh God, yeah, yeah. 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 Or my friend Rick who says, "Yeah, you got the sugars, man." <laughs> like you know, Rick. I, sugars, that's 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 he said that his, no his mom used to say it rick's the one who knew all the guys in south minneapolis with prince and everything so in that in that time that's what mom called mom and dad and his parents would call you got all the kings got the sugars yeah. oh my gosh whatever but now all i'm learning really about my diet mostly is all the stuff that i really love i will never be able to eat again yeah really ever I, I can do really great for a week, and I'll go. You know, something I'll have a, I'll have a, a piece of toast. I go put a gun in my hand. My my sugar levels go through the roof. I have a piece of toast. It's like so, bread's gone. Yeah. And I'm I'm still I, I'm not bitter. <laughs> well, well, you know, I've been on this journey for about eight years. So. Wow. So yeah. I, 
So yeah. when do you get to a point where you quit being mad? Because I mean, I I love I like well, to eat, man. I well, well, it becomes that way when you actually change your mind. Yeah, it's that's a you haven't too. changed your, your mind. mind. No, you're right. So yeah, until right. you change your mind and redefine what that means, then it'll change. Instead of being mad about it, you got to be glad about it and say, I yeah. get to live and, well, you know. Just look better. at it this way. Take care of my temple. A thousand and yeah. how many days have yeah. you been walking? 1,558 to today. That alone is a feat that so many yeah, will never that's a mindset accomplish. change right there. I'm just saying, if you can do that, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, in regards to that, brain surgery, yeah, yeah, you can do that too. It may not come out, I may not be your first patient, yeah, Yeah. you might make a Frankenstein, but hey, hey, you'll do it, yeah, they may not make it. (laughs) Yeah, that Frankenstein may live an hour. Oh my gosh, anything you want to share with any uh, audience out there? Oh, not you know, I'm just that's just just fun hanging with you guys. I mean, this is really cool. I, how I'm I don't have a chance. To, I mean, I do a lot of stuff, you know, and I've got my own little, yeah. you know, five-minute thing with John Young's group, you know, the creative license. And uh-huh. I've been doing that for 330 shows once a week. Yeah. But I don't often – back when I was doing a podcast with Disc Jack America, I had interviews and stuff. And, but, you know, I don't get that chance very often to sit – on camera with other people yeah. and being an actor give me a camera man yeah, that's oh, all put a camera in front of me got i love little, it got a little light up there he read, read yeah. to go yeah, yeah. with yeah. the sugars yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta tell my mama that i was like mama you ever heard that one? you got the sugars mama you got the sugar <laughs> my mama got the, the sugar I mean, we call it, they call it sugar where I'm from. You have sugar, not the sugars. Oh, yeah, no, it was Rick, 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 Rick said I had the sugar. Yeah, no, you got the that. sugars, man. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? That's my bad case. Yeah, well, that, have you found me? I doubled the amount of people, man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So are you only on Facebook? Where, where can well, we what find you? Where can they find you? Oh, I got a Facebook. I got an Instagram. Yeah, I got a YouTube channel for the podcast, uh, the creative the license thing. Uh, the, the podcast called Creative License. Okay. Uh, uh, creative License podcast is on Facebook. Uh, the Entertainment Experience is the workshop, mm-hmm. uh, Entertainment Experience Workshop. Um, that's a, That's got a Facebook page. It's also got a website, entertainment-experience.com. Yeah, My down. wedding company, billherman.com, uh, with two N's on the end instead of one okay um herman the creative license podcast that's on the entertainment experience YouTube what's the name of the workshop? You got that one called the entertainment experience the entertainment experience. yeah and that's a good friend of mine joshua broadhead back in dallas he does a lot of stuff with he goes to your dinners in vegas and everything yeah, what's so, his last name again Broadhead. okay Josh, yeah. yeah i would talk to him forever yeah, yeah so uh, well, are you going to be coming to Vegas? Uh, I didn't come this year because I was very disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. In the one the year before, the one that came back from Mex and PX. And yeah. I thought it was. Like, we'll be there. But I'm, I'm, we're going to yeah, we'll come next year. But yeah, I mean, it's I, just, it's if just, you go to conferences long enough, one of them is going to disappoint you. Yeah, that one really Especially like the first one well, you go to is always a mind-blowing experience, right? But. The thing with that, and Mobile Beat was a mind-blowing experience every year to me. 
And yeah. I, it was great every year. Max was like a super drop off from everything I had ever been to. And I, I mean, you got a room set for 800 people and it's 30 people in there. And that just wasn't. It is a little disappointing. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I feel like it was more focused for the photo booth people. Not, I mean, I think we could have did better to show up and, and support too, but I, I don't know. Well, and that's, and that's one of the reasons, you know, I, I sure if I, if I was going just as a person, I might be disappointed in some of the shows I go to regularly, mm-hmm. but now that I have this thing I want to share with people, this this workshop has it makes a makes a an actual profound difference in people's lives. Yeah, and that's why I still do it. So, but for people to know about it, and well, first of all, for me to say you should go to conferences. It's really good to promote those things. It's good to stand behind them. If we don't go to them on a regular basis, good or bad, they're going to go away. Yeah. So we should do that. Well, I say I that to people. To be honest with you no, I no. Want you to go. And then you like, why the hell did you send me to that? Or right. that's the first one they go to, and they like, that was horrible. I agree with you. Yeah. I I understand. Yeah, so. Mine is the re- the reason I still go though is because because I say you should. If I don't go, yeah, yeah. and especially in Chicago, I can drive down from Minneapolis. Yes. Yeah. In in Milwaukee, I can drive over from Minneapolis. You don't drive to Vegas, dude. No, okay. no, I fly to Vegas, okay. and right. I'll be I'll be I might be going to Atlantic City. I've been there once. Atlantic City falls in a weird time for us in the it Midwest. Really does. In the it Midwest, does. man, we got yeah. our circle of time, you know. And you know, when you, you do weddings, you got to do them in weddings. Yeah. You know, in the in Minnesota, the summertime is the best five and a half weeks yeah. of the year. Yeah. So you got to make your money, right? Oh yeah. But you can all, no matter how much you think well, the production value might be suffering or the, the speakers aren't the greatest, there's always something at these shows oh, well, that will bring your yeah. Because it, it's about being inspired. You're not going to learn stuff through an hour-long speech. No. Right? I, you learn I, that at workshops. You learn that in classes. I mean, but you get inspired and get excited again again about your industry because you're around people with the same language. Yeah. You can't look at your wife and say, man, you, you mix I did last night. And she goes, <laughs> yeah, shut up, DJ boy. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. My wife doesn't even want to be around this stuff. This is like a whole bunch of people like me. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, I have you have that. If, if nothing else... You've got some place that you can talk a language that nobody has but us. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's worth the time well, and effort for me. And Bill, this is his first one. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I've been, well, we do stuff back home. I have a little group that I try to get all our DJs together in Dallas. And, yeah. And we try to educate. But. Well, I've come I, down, man. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. Uh, we'll no, I'm serious. On, yeah, seriously. I mean, I would love for you to yeah. come down. Well, I'll if just, I'm going to put you on the spot, I'm going to do it on camera. See, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you heard it. He's coming down. Yeah, yeah. Well, there he's already done it to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the walking stuff. Yeah. He can't stop walking he can't because walk. he did it. Yeah. I'm going to get on camera in a couple days. Bill, you come down here, right? Yeah. Our next crosstalk meeting is such and such day. Yeah. I need you to come. Yeah, man. no. I'll look at that video and I'll send you an invoice. No problem. <laughs> and that's on video. Yeah, yeah, that's video. But I mean, we'll, we'll work out something. I really would rather come to Minneapolis because that would give me a reason to go see First Avenue. I'd love to have you come. And, yeah. and then if it's really great, then I could bring you down yeah. and do it for our team. Whatever you want to do, man. I, I love to, at the very least, this, I like the fact that we've started this. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, not this, not this, yeah. but this is why I come to these because I get to meet new people and I got a new friend now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got people, we've had a longer conversation now oh, than yeah. we've had. And yeah, that walk we had, yeah, yeah. that was me kind of talking about stuff and introducing the people and making yeah, you feel yeah, comfortable. He he and that was nice. Everybody that was something. And what I loved about that one and this one too, 
is when you come, all titles are gone. You're not Bill Herman. You're just another DJ. We know who you are, but you, everybody, I won't say come downs, but you just, the playing field is even. And you just yeah. have conversations. See, and I, and I still can't wrap my brain around the idea that, that I'm somebody. Right, well, that I that I have a like thing. Yeah, I well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I might I have DJs that know me, you know, and then they go, "Man, if I was you, Nick, I can't believe I would compete against you." Everybody knows you. I'm like, you know me, you. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows me. Yeah. Man, I ain't famous. If I was famous, man, you wouldn't be able to walk. You'd be, you'd be like Kevin Harris. <laughs> yeah, people follow me everywhere. One of those. <laughs> you'd be <laughs> far as God. DJ can't walk around though, really and truly. I mean. Can Jazzy Jeff them not walk the street? I mean, I'm sure, sure they get hounded well, yeah. by Jazzy, people. But... Jazzy Jeff would be noticed, but not by, like, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, and it's he's come to a couple of these, you know. I know, yeah. yeah. He's been, I hate him. Have you I met him? him by one year. Oh, I, I missed him, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's, that's if, cool. if I ever know he's going to be at a conference, my favorite oh, yeah. if he ever comes to a conference and I'm coming, I will get the VIP package. Because I yeah. will, I would love to just yeah. sit down and have a Well, I think you'd be surprised if you reached out to the right people. You might get Jazzy Jeff on your show. I know we, we we're trying to grow it. That's why we're getting people like Bill. Grow Herman. it, you don't Bill grow Herman nothing. with two no, You got to keep doing. <laughs> you don't have to grow nothing. You just got to reach out to the right people. You know. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know. Be, remind me, and I'll find out who the producers of the different DJ shows that have gotten him to come, and I'll connect you with them. And we're, we're gonna Thank get D, we're gonna get DJ Jazzy Jeff on this show. There's no one tomorrow, y'all. See this it. show. <laughs> He oh, should be on this show yeah, because it's those men and women that have made themselves in an industry outside of our little purview that are going to help make shows like this bigger, which the bigger this show is, the bigger my show is. Those people are out to turn to make a difference in their industry. Yeah. The bigger this is, the more difference you're going to make. Yeah. So in the hopes that you're going to make a bigger difference. Yeah. yeah. If I know people that can connect you to Jazzy Jeff. It's yes, funny sir. Because I asked, I had some, I had Howard ask Rudy to come on. He, oh, no problem. He drug his bags over here, came and sat down with you him. You had Rudy, 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 yeah, Rudy right here? He came on yeah. the show, man. I mean, he yeah. didn't even hesitate. Yeah. He had a flight to catch. He that said, I'll so give you cool. guys 15 minutes. He came and sat down with us and chopped it up. And he went and got in his car with his driver. And he wasn't going to leave. He wasn't going to leave. I told, hey, we got to respect your time. So go ahead and go. You told us you had this time. And he well, was still talking. He was still talking. What do you think your best question was? Um, um, about the Kobe stuff. Yeah. Mine, that's to me, you know, how much his that little bit influenced Kobe. And you don't know how many other people out there you, that you've created little Kobe's that just saw that little engine yeah. go and go. Man, because that's, that's – I tell you, I, Mike's got to watch the movie. Yeah. I, my I, God, love, I it. love Rudy, man. Holy moly. I'll it is one of the best sports movies yeah. ever. It is. I'm not a, I've never been a big sports guy. I'm not I'm not the most athletic human being in the world. <laughs> right? I tell I got beat up with by people like that. But uh, – and I love Hoosiers, yeah. one of my favorites. You ever seen Hoosiers, Mike? Rudy – it's great. About the basketball, the Indiana basketball yes. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. I love Rudy that. I watched a lot of the sports movies. Yeah, well, it's different. But I have to it's watch. But that, I'll it's, watch. It's, I will watch. Rudy. Okay. Yeah. Now, I have. I will admit I have been messing with him. When he <laughs> found out that Rudy was going to be speaking, you know, I'm just saying he was He was just. <laughs> so I said, we're going to get Rudy story, and you huh? and Soldier Field, and y'all going to run the field, and we'll let Rudy Oh, happen. oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you should have called Casey. He probably would have said uh, that. Hey, and, I, and we told Rudy that on the show. He's like, let's go. 
Oh my God. I think I would have picked up the phone right there, switched over the line. Let's go to the parking lot. Let's go. Let's do it. But I love, I mean, no, it's just, it's one of my inspirational things. Man. Yeah. One of those guys that I always feel like you're trying to battle up and I always need something to drive me. And that movie is just, just seeing know. what he accomplished. Like, I can't even tell you. It's it'll just, make you cry. It'll, 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 I'm going to watch. Make you cry. I mean, from, like you said, he really didn't tell the whole story. The thing in the steel mill is when his friend got killed yeah. working in the steel mill, and he's like, okay, I got to do something else in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he said, I'm going to Notre Dame. Nobody, his whole family, oh, you yeah. can't yeah. do that. You well, can't. you don't go to Notre Dame unless you're rich or you got a, yeah. or you got a scholarship oh, yeah. or you got amazing grades. He didn't have any so, of that So, he damn near packed up. You know the yeah. little things where you should see the stick yeah, the little thing? Yeah, like a bundle. He damn near packed up and went to – South being like that, and, yeah. and and follow the story. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's an incredible story. And I love. I'm just saying the thing that I I love about something like that. That's one of those situations where you don't let no one dictate what you can or can't do. Yeah. And you, you know, and it kind of goes with. And me and Jeff talk about yeah. this. I have a I have something that I live by, and it's believe, and your belief will make a way. Yeah. yeah, but the most important part for that, for me, is this: beware of what you believe because that's what's going to make the way. Most oh, well, people yeah. say that, "Oh, yeah, I believe I can do it," and you wonder why they don't succeed. It's because you really don't believe that you will. Yeah, right, wow. right, right, right. So Look you, at you over here dropping tweetables. I'm just saying, <laughs> you you become what you are, what you believe. In. Okay, so, that's completely true. Yeah, yeah, it is completely agree, true. Yeah. So, and you know, and you get to have you get to have what you want to have. Yeah. Okay. That's a big one for me. We go through. I mean, like, well, like when I went to radio school, right? I didn't want to go to school. I had to go to school. Yeah. So I chose a place I wanted to go, and I went. Everything I've ever wanted in my life, everything I've ever wanted, I've had. I got everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But the things that you were told you had to, like you, you got to get in shape. Yeah. That's my old man in the back of my head said, "You got to get a job. Yeah, you got to be a, an adult. You got like that. Nah, shut up, man. Yeah. I, I don't got to do nothing, right? But if you can switch it to I want a thing, and you actually do, talent or not, you'll have what you want because you surround yourself with because the, the universe shows up for you. You line the universe up, it'll show up. Yeah, right. But if you're spending a lot of time pontificating that you're this." And you know for a fact inside that you're not, or at least you believe that you're not. Yeah, that's what's which is most of what it is. That's what shows up, right? Yeah. So well, I completely agree with you. Completely all agree with you. Attraction. You go attract trash if you try. It is. Yeah. It is the most true thing I've learned well, in the last yeah. twenty years. That law of attraction is real stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. I promise not to lie to y'all anymore. So we're going to log off for now. Oh sure, we get all the inspirational. You want to end? Yeah, oh, not, yeah. No, I'm not saying. I'm just. Oh, saying, no, no, that's okay. We'll. Sit over here. We'll do our preaching, and you end your show. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll we'll promote that. We'll no no no. We'll pray on you. That's okay. We'll pray on you. I'm not ending. Hallelujah, brother. You do what you got to do. We're not gonna. We weren't gonna come back to four o'clock. But hey, you know what? I'm just gonna put it like this. If we find a great guest, I don't care who it is. We're gonna go. We don't have a time limit. Nor do we have a time where we're gonna win. Yeah, and you probably had hundreds of people watching. And now you got like seven. Yeah. Now I was not the best guest, was I? Yeah. Well, no, it's not <laughs> that. People you know, jump, 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 jump And it's not the uh, watches that we get live yeah. all the time. It's the it's real watches. No, I know. Yeah. 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 And it's in the middle of a work day for a lot of people. Did so. anybody have any questions that we should have uh, addressed? Or? No, they haven't. You've been watching, any, right? Yeah, or they just watching. Yeah. people yeah, making comments. Yeah. Funny. 
uh, great show. Yeah, you. That's nice. The thing that that's funny about this is you have. Oh boy, he's gonna get another one. Go ahead. You okay. have people that are not brave enough. Or don't want you to just put it set put away what it goes to get. People don't want you to know that, that they're they watch. watching your show. True. True. And 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 we have more of those than we think. And and it's a funny thing because it really just it's it's a shame on them. Just be you. Yeah. And whatever that is, if you are the worst person, be that. That's yeah. whatever you are. But oh, but be happy with yes, it. Right? Yes, right? Yeah, you know, it's like like I people that complain about their prices, like, oh I look like yeah. Well then you know if you're gonna charge two hundred dollars, then be happy about it. Yeah, but don't be it. don't charge two hundred dollars and be mad that you can't charge more. Yeah, you can. Yeah, right? you can have anything you want. Yeah, but to sit there and then say I can't have what I want when I know for a fact that you can have anything in the world you want, anything. You just gotta want it. And if you really want it, you'll do what it takes to have it. That's the way the world works. And then when you do what it takes to have it, then all the attraction happens. Yeah. But if, if, you can always, yeah, you can always, you can always say I can't. You know, you can always believe. That's our brain does that to us anyway. And our brain is, in by default, telling you can't do anything. Right. It's trying to protect you from sadness or unhappiness or or, or it thinks it thinks it's death. Right. It's the same thing that won't let you step in front of a bus tells you that you won't be liked and they'll give you the same physical problems and the same physicality of, of each of them. So it feels the same mm-hmm. as I shouldn't step in front of a bus is that I should tell anybody that I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Right. So, but we listen to it instead of recognize that that little voice, you can go, Oh, well, I can't go. You're doing, I appreciate it. But thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, that I don't have to act on you trying to protect me. It ain't personal. Right, and anybody all the way down. Right, and then if anybody says anything bad about me, that's the number. That's the one that's really helped me the most. Is the the uh, if you've read the, the four agreements, which is a great book by the way. Um, the, one of the agreements is uh, the, the there's nothing in the world is personal, ever. We had ever. What's up, Chris? Chris, the Pinnacle Productions in South Dakota. You know, Chris. Another guy that you got to get him on. We'll get Chris on, but pop it to me. And you got to get a wider screen for Chris, though. <laughs> oh. I didn't say that, Chris. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's going he's he's to kick my ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We're going to get two hand. cameras? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, my God. No, I didn't go there. How you doing, Chris? Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, it's okay when the fat guy says it. That one is getting done. <laughs> so, you know something? Us fat guys can say it. You skinny guys can't. Oh my goodness. We can say the F word. <laughs> I hope everything is good, Chris. F A T. Sorry you couldn't make it out. Now we got, we got two videos. Oh. Hey, we're not funny shaming you. What am I going to do? I'm trying to keep it on. Y'all, yeah, you're doing a really good job. Yeah, you're yeah. Doing, we're not attacking Chris. We love Chris. We're, we're Chris, Chris will be a great interview for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, Chris, like Chris's said, we, uh, production uh, company is. Crazy. Man, it's off the chain. Uh, I watch him. I follow him too, and everything he's doing. Him and his partner, yep. and they just moved into. I don't know how many how many square feet is your new building, but they just built a brand new office. Oh god, complex, yeah, man. yeah it's, it's like a it's hotel out. size. Yeah, it's, what state and city? Is uh, it's, uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. So wow. it's just a twenty minute drive. Just when you're down here, and just yeah, he's, he's so. uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, he took the entertainment experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll well, tell he's you. He's a part of the multi-op uh, thing, too, that I'm in. The mastermind. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I didn't know I you did that. had you on I'm not a multi-op. I know Chris would probably invite but me. Just I love wise, yeah, I'll, would be a good one. I love Chris, man. I'll do anything for him anytime. Yeah. He knows that. I just uh I just did a, a single multi mastermind here for the first yeah, time. I saw I heard about that went on good. Joe and his wife, uh Joe the, the chairs. They were in the scooters. Oh Joe, yeah, him and his wife were yeah. there, were there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Axel. I thought his name was Joe Axel. Axel, yeah, Joe. it's like Axel production, something Axel. like that. Stop. Axel. Axel, Axel. I got it. <laughs> yeah, but I thought his name was Joe. His name is Joe. His name Axel is Joe. Joe. Stop it. It's his company. It's I know his Joe. name is company. He did that because he's like Axel, whatever. But his name Guns is Joe. Guns N' Roses. Okay. Axel. Uh, Joe. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you want to argue with me too? <laughs> Hey, I, I just can't sit here and let you murder name, me. Man? Hit. Hey, Judy, Judy, it's just kind of over listening Good to you. To see you it's a pleasure. <laughs> hey, you're in my shot, Judy. Come on, man. I got to look at the camera. Oh, no, it's too late for that. It's too late for that. It's okay. Judy, no, no, come on around and say hi. It's too late. You got to come over now. Okay, you know, I, this is my close up. This is my Hollywood minute, man. Well, then I am so honored to personally meet Mr. Bill Herman. Oh, I've enjoyed your, your stuff for a long time. Yeah, thanks. You come on to your show. And she says, I'm the queen. Yes. Oh, yeah. it's your show. Sister. Yes. Oh. Hey. Honestly, this is why I'm here. I'm 63, yeah. and I'm trying to learn. Blame to it on age. Learn newer skills. <laughs> so I am from uh, originally from New York, and I've settled in the North Georgia mountains for 30 years. What city? North. Um, Gainesville, Georgia, Georgia okay. northeast. So you're like trying to you, try, you tried to just you beat the New York accent out by throwing a, a South at it no, until it goes away. After 30 years. You start to pick it up, but yet as soon as I go to New York, oh yeah, it comes. They back. say, oh, yeah. "Oh, you sound like you're from the South." <laughs> but then when I come home, back to Georgia, I get on the microphone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And and you guys were camping, and I kind of thought you were. I wasn't paying attention. Oh no, no, no Jay's fine. This is great. This is great. Oh, this is great. Well, I'm so honored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had all kind of people hop on that. With like, hashtag like, Judy. Yeah. Hashtag Judy. Oh my God! Would you stop it? Uh, step into the shot, man. In. There you go. Wait a minute. Hey, that's it. That's the last one. That's the last one. Hey, we all out here. No, but I heard Entertainment Alliance too. Yeah. And the the name of this show is Two DJs and a Mic, and we have a podcast. And we yeah, who are the two DJs? We are. And I'm the mic. He's the mic. He asked uh, Bill to come on the show. So we're just grabbing people. Oh, yeah. well, thank you for making so, me feel more comfortable. So if, uh, of course. Like so, an idiot. No, no, don't feel like let's, that let's at all. Let's have a little fun. So if we can't find anybody else, we're going to look for you. You can look for me. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to find. All right. Okay. My wife looks just like me. So we're, okay. we're, we're okay. pretty okay. noticeable. We'll be around. Okay. We're going to chat later. I promise. All right. Okay. Take me aside so we can sit down. I'm saying, baby. Yeah. Another person Thanks. comes Judy. Thank you for the smile. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say that. No, no. Say, no. say it. Say it. Say it. I was going to say, if I may, that I have been conventioning for 27 years. Uh -huh. Okay. And used to go to some of the bigger ones. Uh -huh. um, and the last time I was there, eight years ago, I was getting tired of hearing 
the same people, the same stories. Um, and you, and you you like I, me? Because I, I can't stop no, talking about my I, old but, stories. No, no, that, it's different. It's you're not a you're in my opinion, your presentation comes off much more genuine. It's damn near like Rudy's story, right? Exactly. It draws exactly. Or oh, exactly. it just hits the heart. You know what's it's like when we get on the Y'all don't make him Hey, everybody, this is Judy from JBJ. Or we talk, right? And say, hey, it's just genuine. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I feel about you. Oh. So I was very excited to come. Okay. So. What but I didn't said, know you were going to be surrounded said. by these beautiful I didn't know either. I didn't, he, said, he grabbed me as I'm walking. He says, I got a podcast I'm recording. I should have you on sometime. I'm like, I got time. He goes, all right, let's go. And he was going to lunch. So he, look at him. He's starving. Yeah, and He's going to die soon. No, no, no. You didn't crash the show. Trust me. We right. had people drive up on school. Yeah, we're going to be here for another hour and a half. So just get some sandwiches for us. This guy came off the air his Uber. And got on the show last Get out of town. Yeah, he told me he was a, uh, a DJ that does. Get out of town. Get out of town. Get out of town. Get out of town. Get I know Mike. Hey, hey, wow. This is Jay. Yeah. I'm Jeff. How are you, Jeff? And you are Save the Day. I am Terry French. <laughs> yeah. French, you French, French Kiss Productions. French Kiss. Out of Kentucky. Oh, wow, I know, we can remember that, right? <laughs> oh. Wait, 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 all of a sudden, these guys, these guys, boys are going, oh, really? French kiss. It's a DJ service. It's a DJ service. Barry White just showed up in the podcast. Really? French kiss, eh? You just threw me for a loop, right? All right, so I'm like, you can't buy that kind of marketing. No, you can't. You can't. That was a hell of a thing. Alliance kisses. Remember that mustache out, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you a DJ or? DJ Photo Booth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long have y'all been around? I don't know. About 30 years. Wow. wow. So do you have a boo that's with you or are you the, the main? I'm the main. French yeah. kiss. <laughs> Terry French, French kiss okay. production. So how many okay. are your multi app single off? Uh yes, multi. How many yes. DJs you got? Well, we have we have we we run karaoke as well. So okay. we have a group of guys that do that, and then we have a, another group of guys that are kind of mid-tier. They do back, you know the full parties, back there parties. Are you full time? And then yes. And then we have, so have five, five of us that do uh, you know. What? The weddings and corporate and proms, and, mm-hmm. and then we have photo booths, so we have another group of guys that do that, and then I've got three guys that wrote him. So, so what? I, so we, can, you know, oh, but so they're what? all they're all part time. I know it looks sounds cool, but you know. So what do you specialize in? What do you do? I'm, I'm DJ mostly, okay. but I also run some photo booths periodically okay. so, if, if I, you so, know. So what brought you into DJ? Started out here. Started out karaoke, and I actually fell into it. Uh, a friend of mine How was running the karaoke, and they needed he needed somebody to sub for him when he was going out of town, and that's how it started. So how did <laughs> and then from fit? that it just like people like me better than him. And yeah, we, I got <laughs> but he's a real good friend of mine, so we we just kept on. So we so he just started splitting his gigs up, and then was 30, 30 mm. years ago, back when we had the big A and a B side karaoke, yeah, <laughs> wow. albums. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, but. Good to so, see y'all. Y'all, nice y'all having a party over here. I had to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, go, I was trying to get my picture taken back here in the photo booth. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was like, I need to come over to this side put, of the we're street. We're going to put it on this side in a little bit. So we but they got the photo booth. Well, we'll just get to one side. Yeah. that on one yeah. side. We're taking it over yeah. after this one. So, so I got one more question for you. 
Okay. What is it about DJ? Speak up too, so they can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll talk. Yeah, oh, talking, talking to my breast. French kisses. French kisses. I can't. I, no, not many people. Uh, not many people stare at my chest and say, "How cute is that?" But I appreciate it, darling. We off the rails. We out of we out of control. I don't know what to do with y'all, but go ahead. So what what is it about DJing that you know makes you want to continue to do it? For me personally, um, I love watching a whole wedding day come to fruition. Uh-huh. Like watching it go from a vision for the bride um, to. I call it the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. get to take those pictures before anybody's in the room, everybody's off-site, the bride hadn't come, you know, every, everything's still calm, all the tables are set, your uplight's going, your monogram's going, everything's just like, this is beautiful. And then seeing the whole thing come come full circle, and she comes in and sees everything, and then everything hopefully goes off without a hitch for the night, and people, if everybody's shoes are off, <laughs> At the end of the night, we're in Kentucky. So, uh, yeah, that means you did your job. Danced them out of their shoes. Their feet hurt in the morning. That's what I, that's what I want for all the guests. That's yeah. nice. But anyways, yeah, I, I, that's my favorite part is the end of the night where and people come up and thank you and hug yeah. you. It's a, I don't have to remember that. Terry Prince, we need to add her to the DJ group. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll have you. Would you like to come on the podcast? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But I I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. You're kicking me off right now? (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. We do a live show every week. Tuesday night at 7. Tuesday night at 7. I just muscled my way in that one. No, we want you to come on on a different time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And not come over here to hug Bill. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't. No French kisses. No French kisses, Bill. Hey, hey, my wife. Well, look, watching. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Terry. Yeah, thank for, you guys so much. On. Terry, gonna... hold on, hold on. Bill, Bill has the camera. All right, all right. All right. I do. Okay. Yeah. See if I can do this right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, here I am. I'm at the Marquee Show, and I'm being interviewed by two DJs. Hey, hey, hey. And a mic. Okay. <laughs> and we're on a live podcast. It's really awesome. And I just wanted to say hi, and I hope that if you're in Chicago, you come and see all of us. Yes. Uh, yes. Before you know, we we are only yes. two DJs and a mic again. There's the show, baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Bill all right. is about Thanks to do guys, his I'm walk. Up on all right. Nice seeing you. All. Likewise. I'm not trying to end this, but this has to, this has to end. Uh, we I'm not to, trying to end this, but I've been trying to end this for yeah, 45 I'm, minutes. Oh yeah, he, I have a 2:30 phone call. So I need to go. Oh, with a bride? Yes. Oh, it's yes. a guy we're away. <laughs> Listen to him, man. No, <laughs> oh, I gotta get something to eat too, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. I haven't eaten lunch either. No. And it's by the time that they probably turned down the free lunch. Yeah, it's probably so. gone. Yeah. Uh, but man, it was great. You know, to sit here with the great Bill Herman. Don't tell anybody you don't. Nobody knows who you are. Come on, man. We have people running on set to talk to you. <laughs> so don't even well, try. We- Honestly speaking, I, I appreciate the humidity. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, I appreciate you know you feel humility. I thought you said yeah. humidity. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, I yeah. have a problem saying that. That's all right. That's, but anyway, it is I'm like I'm like uh, I'm like Rudy. My tongue is tied. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I appreciate you for coming on with us. Oh, yeah. oh my and gosh, the conversation. So oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it has is. been fun. You know, it's one of my best guests. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I'm very honored. I like you guys. You, you, you got a great show. And yeah. You're humble, man. Yeah. And uh that, that's all we want. About we don't want you people come on here being stuffy. Yeah. You know? I hate uh, when people come I'm on and do that. Hermit, yeah. And, uh, you need to do it the hermit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, make no, me that, would be, make that would be a bad idea. So we actually. want everybody to come on the show. When you come on or you get invited, come on, be yourself, let loose. Yeah. Man, we did a photographer. God, you talking about one curse. Oh, Lord, she cussed the Jody? Jody, she's, oh, yeah. if you, I'll send you the yeah. link to the show, yeah. but she was out of control. <laughs> yeah. uh, we was like, bleep, 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 bleep. If like, we had to bleep, we would have ran out of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> but she kept it real, and that's what we want oh, when we you come on the show. We, well, who, who else do you want to have on the show? Oh, well, we we'll start with Jazzy. He wants Cuban, so yeah. he's he's well, Cuban's with, here. Yeah, yeah well, I gotta yeah. get Cuban. You know, Ma, you know Mars. No, got to introduce you to Mars. Yeah, so Mars, he, Mars used to work. The guy the had the Cincinnati, uh, the Cincinnati shirt on today. Oh That's yeah, great. Mars. Yes, yes, yeah. I talked to Mars. Mars is a great interview, yeah, yeah, and he's, totally he's a lot of stuff going on. And yeah. uh, you'll, you'll, it'll be a great show. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to so, grab Mars. He told me. I did. He's like, yeah, get me. Yeah, so Bill, Bill Herman, dance. your agent, said you had to be on the show. <laughs> you see what he says about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and make sure you try to work on that Jazzy <laughs> yeah. Jeff connection because, uh, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Definitely. Definitely. You just got to, after the show, when we're all kind of back and all this craziness is, you know, that's when you yeah. go, hey, Bill, don't forget. And I'll make a couple calls, and I, I promise you, I, I, I want to hey. see it happen. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you haven't had him yet. Well, we haven't reached out to any celebrities, really. Why not? Because we're, we were ah. trying to keep it local to our market and just interview people. Well, I'm going to tell you what That's I told nice. I'm going to tell you what I told Okay. the other day. I said, Jeff, I'm too big for Dallas. Oh, wow. I said, uh, I'm too big to be put in a box. My, my stage is the world. You know, you know how you were saying earlier, we were both agreeing. About that law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I got to a point when my DJ career doing weddings, and I said, I, uh, I'd like to like do stuff away from Minnesota, said my wife. Uh, she goes, Well, when, when, you, when people ask you where you DJ, what do you say? Well, I'm Minneapolis. So, okay. She goes, Well, why don't you say that you're uh, a national DJ, national performer? I mean, what's it going to hurt? Because you know, I haven't really gone a bunch of places yet. Well, just say it. I'm like, okay. So I started telling people, what do you do? Well, I'm a national performing MC and DJ. Two weeks later, I'm in Alaska. Oh, wow. The next year, I'm in Florida. I've hit every state in the union now. Oh, okay? wow. I had a workshop, and I said, this is a great little workshop that we're doing. It's a workshop that I've done in Vegas and things like that. I said, it'd be cool if, you know, because I get paid now if I fly to cool places. Maybe I'll say I'm an international trainer. Yeah. And I said I'm an international trainer. And now you And a month that. later I was in England. Man. And two months later I was in Australia. Now I've been to Australia and England twice. Wow. And Canada and Ireland wants me to come over. Okay. So Thank the law of attraction is real. And it is about what you say you are, not what you say you want to be. We're worldwide. You are worldwide. You you're worldwide. We need and why aren't you? It's the worldwide web. Yeah, we need a DJ from London. I'm gonna reach out to Phil Mark. I'll get on. Get I'll get on. you. I'll get you, DJ. Uh, you want to talk to the guy who, uh, who, who, you want to talk to Jive Bunny? Yes. Sure. I get you. I get him on the call. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My friend, I get Alan Marshall for you first. Okay. Alan Marshall knows Jive, Jive Bunny. Okay. He'll get him on. There's, right. You want to talk to some people See, over here? See, a hell of a connection. Yeah. And I should have just gave you maybe two more minutes instead of ending the show. And he would have, Bill would have been down here. But I was like, Okay, I'm running out of stuff to say. I didn't ask all questions. They didn't ask about different things. And now it's time. Okay. Hey. The most important thing, or uh -huh. one of the most important things, when I tell him, I look at it, I look at life like the matrix. Who can take you through that door that you yeah. don't know exists? Yeah. 
because it's never you. It doesn't matter how good you are. A lot of it is, can someone take you and introduce you? Yeah. Because a lot of us are good, but nobody knows. We're secrets. Wow. So. See, and that's better than what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Which is the way I think of it as the Matrix, where you spend a lot of time eating red and blue Skittles. <laughs> it's way better. What you said was way better than it's I thought you were going to say. It's the door. It it's is the door. Yep, and you have the key. Yes. Yeah. All Just right. Take me to it. Mike, take us out, man. I got to get something to eat. Okay. All right. Well, and Jeff is being a part. Jeff, Jeff's going to pass out in a minute. Yeah. No, no, Jeff no. Is being I mean, we've taken up enough of Bill's we're time. Going, uh, Bill is not complaining, but we're going okay, to Okay, well, no, let's Jeff, talk. Jeff no, no, you know, you keep that no, laptop no, close. No, we're, you, we're doing you this. is for yeah, you. you know, this no, is for, we're here for you. No, we you are here for you. Yeah, you. We need to get to the showroom. You get your red or blue pill. Yeah, we need to go to the showroom. Get you a head full of Skittles right now. And we need to hit the showroom. Well, okay, we got other stuff that we. Bill has given us an hour in some of his time. Yeah, y'all believe we've been talking. That really speaks to how many people really spend time with me. Yeah, only only person. Oh, it's an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, that's good. That's probably longer than any of our shows because we only talk for like an hour most of the time. We got Johnny Cash. And we got people here on the other side of the wall coming over. We yeah. having way too much fun. Yeah, uh, is this Cuber? You got Cuber on the yeah. show right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's on the show. show. Yeah, he's on the show. Yeah, you can't tell you nothing. They've got yeah. him in the queue. There he is. Yeah. He's in the queue. He's yeah. in the queue. <laughs> so now you can't tell you what's on your show. Well, what we're gonna do is just set up when he speaks, and we're just gonna be in the room. And when he gets done, we're just gonna <laughs> tell him. Hey, come, hey, come on, come on over here and get on. Come on, sit down. Has a chair for you. We're ready yeah. to go. That's what yeah. we're gonna do. We're so, gonna let you eat, man. And, uh, yeah. Again, hey, man. Hey, I, hey, I got a new friend. I told yeah, you. I, I, so. I told yeah. you. Oh, I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah. Told you. Great guy. Great guy. All those people coming to see Bill and jumping in the middle oh, of the damn yeah. screen and production yeah. is where they'll be. I, yeah. I, great guy. Yeah. Man. Thanks a lot, well, man. I thank you for what you did for me at first show. Like I said, I'm walking around Puppy Dog Laws. Yeah. Come on, Mr. and Mrs. Powell. And I mean, he walked around, introduced us to everybody he knew, man. And, and this is the thing. Though, and I don't want to introduce, I mean, interrupt him. We've had, uh, but he's going anyway. We had, we've had monthly meetings that we get together. Yeah. You know, with a group that he created, DJ uh, yeah. Crosstalk. Yeah, he started talking about that. Yeah. And he's talked about that story or told that story several times. Wow. Everybody that he comes in contact with and he tells them about going to a convention. That's the story that he tells. But I mean, I tell him but, because no, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just no, saying it's good. But what I'm saying is great the because impression. I'm trying to tell them that everybody leaves who they are at the door, and yeah. it's just there to grow you, and you're gonna make some great friends, you know, for life, right. maybe. Well, I, some people do, some people don't. Yeah, but yeah, it's up to you. Everybody has that experience. The experience you had, I had, mm -hmm. right? First experience, first time I went to a conference, I was a wallflower. I was, I was on the side of the wall. I'm like, I don't deserve to be here. I had somebody come to me, oh, right? Uh, oh, okay, all right. Giving French kiss to Cuba. <laughs> back so, so, but I was like, and somebody came to me, said, "Hey, man, how you doing? Let me show you around. It's first time." And and because of that, that conference, good or bad, yeah, disappointing or not, has become my mecca. Every year I go to, I from, without fail, I don't look who's speaking, I don't look who's what's gonna, what's gonna be. If it's, if it's open, mm -hmm. I'm there because that's where things for my DJ company mm -hmm. there was that was a tipping point for me. Okay, okay, that's the year I saw Mark Farrell. 
Okay. okay. Mark Farrell changed my life in a 50-minute presentation. Changed my life. Without him, I was somebody else. Without him, I was back in the restaurant business. Okay. Wow. I quit the restaurant business making quarter million dollars a year to do this. I'll never see that money doing this unless I have a big company. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm a single op. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. So, and Mark Farrell stood there and, 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 and changed my life telling me, well, yeah, you can actually make a living as a performer. I dreamed of being a performer for a living uh-huh. as an actor or whatever. Told me I could. And that, for some reason, hit me in a certain way. And I reached out to him. We became friends. Another thing I learned about these, these conferences is there's nobody the conference you can't walk up to and say, my name is, I'd like to know you. Can we talk? You want to sit down? Nobody here that you won't do that for you. Not one person. Now, you might get that guy who's a little more into himself, right? You'll find that out. But we don't have that in our neighborhood, no. right? And even our local colleagues, they're still kind of wary about they'll come, but then I don't know if I want to tell you everything. Yeah. There's a few group guys that you know understand yeah, that there's like no such thing as yeah. competition. Yeah. But here, That's everybody's got a common language, and nobody thinks of themselves as saying, "Well, I suppose some people do." Yeah. But I mean, if I came here because people thought I was famous and nobody talked to me, I wouldn't come. Yeah. Okay. I want to be. I want to be. I came to these things to be a part of a group. Mm-hmm. To feel connected, to feel like I belong, right? And you can't belong to a group that you look down on. Yeah, I can't, right? No. And I and I don't and I know that the thing I do every day is the same thing you do every day. Every day. We do the same exact thing. Okay, I'm me doing it. You're you doing it. There's nothing new under the sun as DJs. Nothing. There's nothing at all that's brand new. It's just that we're all doing it different. Or yeah. we're not doing it. Or we're doing it in our own way. And the thing about this is you get that. You get to talk to anybody. You don't have, and if you sit back going, God, he's so cool and famous. I don't, I don't know if I should talk to him. But you're not getting what you get out of this. You bought a ticket to be able to talk to anybody. Anybody. He bought a ticket, same price you did to be here. Yeah. So why wouldn't he? And if yeah. he doesn't, that's his choice not to talk to you. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So if you do, if you go through this conference like that, I'm talking to you guys too. Yeah. This conference, any conference, there's nobody that you make you, sh- you shouldn't go. Oh my God, that's oh God, I shouldn't. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm here in the same room with that guy. Oh shit, yeah you are. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I did that the first time I saw Mark Farrell, mm-hmm. and I did that for about a day, and then I saw him in the hallway, and I stepped past that, and I went, Mr. Farrell, and he went, Mark. Yeah, he's. And now we have been there. close, close friends for a very long time, very long time. Yeah, and he is a one of the kindest, most generous human beings I've ever met, much less a, a mentor in the, in the DJ world. Mm-hmm. And, and because of, because of that now that I'm able to do that, I have close friends like Chris Hintz. Uh-huh. I hopefully have close friends like you guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got close friends that I can call and I can call Mike Walter whenever I want because Mike and I are friends, not because Mike and I are on this level of guys who talk to each other. Yeah. Right. I mean, everybody's got something to contribute all the time. And the guy who's been doing it one day has got something in him that can help me in my evolution to go forward. And if that's the attitude that you have at these conferences, then you will get tons out of every one of them. If you come because that speaker's great and this one sucks and this was disappointing and that one wasn't, then we spend our time just judging what's around and instead of being curious about what is with you in the room. 
Just yeah. because I'm not on stage does not I'm, doesn't mean I'm not available. And just because somebody in the room's not on stage doesn't mean they don't have something for you. Yeah. Right? It's it's I, a I it's a group agree. of people, you know, that we don't have to we don't get to have. Yeah. You had to build one of your own yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Right? And it's not as big as it ought to be, I'll bet. Because I'm sure there's way more DJs in that area oh. than there are that come to your thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. way more DJs in Chicago. Yeah. Than the people who've come to this. Absolutely. Right? And that's what I told I said, look, Jeff, you can't the people do there are not the reason that we're doing it. And right. they are not our audience. I don't know if that's world. true. I think they might be, but I think they're in a different, like we were talking earlier, yeah. they're in a different place in their evolution. They haven't, you know, like, like you and I said, when I started, I started DJing uh, for girls and to be uh, popular and to get free beer, right? I mean, that's why everybody starts. They don't get into it going, I'm going to be a great DJ and I'm going to make a business. No, I did it to kind of piss off my old man and to do something other than go to college. Mm -hmm. But there's a point in my life where I met a girl, I was going to marry her. And then I sat back and looked at my life and went, well, she's, she's a hairdresser. She bought her own house and I'm living check to check in an apartment that I share with a roommate with two sticks of furniture. Okay. I got to get my stuff together. So do I want to continue to be a DJ? And if I do, how do I do that and contribute in a financial way, in a responsible way to my family, to the adult person I've become or I'm, I'm hoping to become? Mm -hmm. Or do I go back and I find a real job, which a real job for all of us makes us look like the most terrifying horror story in the world. I want to do anything other than sit and you know sell insurance. Yeah. So... So I made that choice, and then I went to my first conference because of that place in my life. It's got to be something else. And then I met a guy who said, yeah, there is something else, when I didn't believe it still. And then I had to teach myself because I had to go, well, can I? Can I make more than 300 bucks at this? And, I went, and on that stage, Mark says $1,200, and I called him three weeks later. I said, I booked three for $1,200. I did it. Look at you, man. I thought he was going to say, good for you. And he said, that's it, 1200 bucks. Are you nuts? <laughs> he's been the guy for me who's who's goes that's all you charge yeah that's really all he, you charge. he's he's very good but everybody has that person yeah. right uh -huh. and i don't feel i get worried when people look at me like i'm almost like a father figure or i'm a figure of people somebody i want to be like you and like you don't want to be like me you want to be like you yeah just polished up yeah. right with confidence because anybody can charge what i charge anybody they just you're just not yeah Anybody could do what they want to do. You're just not doing it. That's okay. You're not doing it, but to say you want it and then not do it and complain that you can't have it. That's just well, not true. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just, I can't tell you that's true. Yeah. And I it, agree. Everything is true. Wow. So it's a, I, I do believe your listeners are out there. Those people are out there listening. They're part of things. They are your audience and they are on a path. And when that path shows up for them, then this is the, you're there for them which is all we can do. Yeah, we stand as a shining example of what's possible yeah. because at some point they're going to go, man, I want to, can you tell me how you, cause I want to yeah. be a guy, you know, I, I don't want to work in the grocery store anymore. Right. <laughs> I don't want to have four jobs at the Piggly Wiggly and do this on the weekends. Yeah, I, I don't do want this. a side hustle. I yeah. want a professional. Right. Yeah. And they have to come to that because we, we went for a while after first time I saw Farrell, we would go to DJs and say, let me tell you what your problem is. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, three hundred fifty dollars, man. You could make a living at this. No, no, you could charge twelve, two thousand dollars for this. And all they heard was their old man saying, "You know what the hell's wrong with you? It's this and this and this." Mm. 
which is what our parents did to us, or somebody that 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 made us say try to defy them. It's the old I have to versus where I want to. And you tell me I have to, I tell you to go to hell. Yeah. I decide I want to, I'm gonna have it. And nobody can listen to I, I have to. And one of the problems with some of the uh, DJ associations, they spend a lot of time saying, you guys all have to do this and you have to do that and you have to do this. And that a lot, a lot of them went, I don't have to do nothing, man. <laughs> I make, you know, man, I make $300 a gig. I got people, who, I got girls that throw their underwear at me every time I DJ. I'm the best. I don't have to do your thing. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And when they made a mistake trying so to tell them, how, so they, to, to they want to. Yeah, a lot of those kids, they got, they pushed away from anything like this because yeah. of that conversation for like the first five years of 1999 to about 2005. There's a lot of those conversations that happened to young people that could have just been inspired mm. as opposed to been scolded. Yeah. There's a lot of scolding, and that still happens. Yeah. yeah. And you right. guys don't scold. No, and because no. of it, I think this shining example of this show and the people you talk to and just the two of you talking to each other about what's possible, mm-hmm. where you're going, mm-hmm. what you see for the world and for the people who listen and the people who watch, the people in this industry. I don't believe that those people are not your, you're not, they're not for you. Well, they are for you. They are out there. No. You just got to remember and, that you used to be that. Yeah. And right? I agree with you on that. And that, and that helps me to to see that in a different light. And I appreciate that. All right. Yeah. All right. So Ricky stop Bobby. running. Yeah. Ricky Bobby? Yeah. Ricky Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Bobby. It's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs> All right. Two. All right, guys. I got to get uh, All right, bro. All right. We got, we got, we got plenty yeah. shows to go. Yeah. We got, All right. we got. All right. You going to do more? We going to oh, let you go. But I'm not enough. No, we, we cut it off. <laughs> hey, we don't have no more shows. No Cuban for you. <laughs> no, hey, that's you talking. That ain't got nothing to do with me. No I'm Cuban not listening to you. Me. No <laughs> Cuban for you. No Cuban for you. I have Rudy's been on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know I'm gonna do this. Cuban's been on. Hey, I'm good. I'm gonna get you t-shirts. There's yeah. no Cuban for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see you wear it on the show. Yeah. And I'm gonna get that the mic. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, this has been great. It's been yeah, wonderful. It has yeah, been. Yeah, I'm yeah, truly yeah. enjoyed it. Listen, I'm, I've done a lot of these. This is not, it's, I've not had this much fun. Thank you. On any of the interviews I've done. Fun. We, and just yeah. get the real meat of it and make it fun at the yeah. same time. So. Yeah, when well, you add it down to the meat, this will be like 10 minutes. We give it up. We give it up. We give it up. We give it up. We No edits. We ain't said nothing we regret. So, no, yeah. no. Yeah. We, it's we, open. And, and if you go back and listen to Bill Heathen's Gospel, Gospel. Yeah. Check Ecclesiastics uh, 1 and yeah. 2. He didn't yeah. get it. I'm the prophet from another land, baby. Come on. No, French Kisses, Volume 1. That right there. 3 Right. There's John, there's Matthew, and there's the book of French Kiss. Yes, she's been doing it 30 years, so she must know something right. Yes, so, yeah, French Kiss. In, yeah, French Kiss. That okay. name will draw you in. Hallelujah, baby. All right, hey, here's what the theme is. I thought you were ending the show. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 he can't stop. He can't stop.